When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Funny things that you think funny aren't funny. Give me talks all the time. I want talks all over me. The Alan Cox Show kicks ass, man. Twinkle in my eye and a song in my throat. Throat, Bill. Throat. Hey, welcome. Uh, my name is Alan Cox. Whatever you're doing, thanks for showing up. Say hello to Bill Squire, who's right over there. Hey, creepy hugs, everyone. Thanks for listening to and watching this episode of The Alan Cox Show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share a cold one with the boys. Oh, so cold. Speaking of so cold, Mary Santora is right over there. Hi, guys. No babies. She saw that on the side of a dumpster and thought, hey, you know what? That would be an amazing mantra, an amazing personal credo, mm -hmm. if you will. It's on my family crest. That <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it wrong. No. <laughs> I think he's got a point there. Yeah, no, there would no, be no, no. family We're crest. Just uncles and cousins. You're the you're the um <laughs> You're the front line for the next Correct. wave of no Santoras. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. It's my family crest. Mm-hmm. That I will pass on to my husband. Oh. And that's it. That's our family crest. That's the family crest. <laughs> you and me, babe. Hey, say hello to Pound Cake, who's back behind the glass. After new white people. Um, how do I pronounce the name of the person who's helping us in the video department today? Belch Montague or Montauk? Montague, like a... Montague. Like, like Shakespeare. That's Montague. That's Montague. Oh. Um, well. Belch. I thought that's why I asked. I thought perhaps it was Montauk. It's like, Montague? I thought it was Montague. The Capulets and the Montagues. Montagues. Gee, yes. yeah, I thought. Yeah, the Montagues. Um, well, thank you, Belch. Whatever you're doing back there, uh, keep it up, right? Hey, if you'd like to join us, uh, do that. Uh, how you doing, Pound Cake? Everything all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, good. Uh, I think pa I think I had a dream with Pancake in it last night, but I don't remember any specifics. Oh, I think he was. Anytime you have a dream of me, you don't remember any specifics. Well, it wasn't like that. Trust me, if it was that, I would have remembered. Um, <laughs> screaming in a cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Um, but uh, <laughs> better than a warm goo. <laughs> Come on. 
See, come on, man, come on. It's a Monday. It's four minutes into <laughs> You're the show. You're the one that said it. Four and a Maybe half you had minutes. A dream about him, and I didn't say what kind. I yeah, said but he you was, know where it's going to go. No, I, he was in a dream. I, I, you know, but I don't recall. Hmm. Doesn't matter, right? Makes yeah. for a bad story. Why did I do that? Makes right. for a terrible story when somebody goes. I think that something happened last night, but I don't know what a terrible story. I had an idea, and then I didn't do it. And I didn't do it. <laughs> you know, I was gonna. Mm. You'd like to join us, 216-578-1007, If you want to send me a text, you can watch live, if you like, at alancockshow.com. Listen anywhere, of course, in the iHeartRadio app. You will also, by the way, be able to listen to um, the Tribe uh, postseason games on the iHeartRadio app as well. So that's good news. Of course, that starts tomorrow night. Uh, Indians and the Yankees. Uh, game one, the wild card series. That'll be here at Progressive Field. And uh, who knows what'll happen? Who knows? Best of three, right? Best of three. Series. Also starts the uh, ACS playoff fantasy baseball. That's right. You and Bill. Fantasy baseball. $9,000 a game. <laughs> what are you doing for real, though? 20? 20. 20 a game? Uh-huh. That's right. Rays and Blue Jays, right? Yeah. Rays and Jays. Got it. They just squeaked in, didn't they? Just squeaking in there. Uh, so, yeah. So that'll uh, start up tomorrow night. And, uh, oh, what a time. What a time to be alive. It's 36 days until the election. It's uh, his- no news. Everything's the same. Everything's exactly <laughs> the same. No shocking news. In a way, it absolutely is the same if you've been paying attention. Um, it's also Hispanic Heritage Month. I heard from some of our uh, people on the Alacoxia Latino list. Bitty bitty bum bum. In September? And they're just now telling us? Well, I, October I, is. I, I mean, I guess I, no, September. I guess I, uh, it wasn't on my radar, but, uh, you know, maybe it wasn't on theirs either. Uh, by the way, not to be confused with his panic. Uh, Heritage Month, which is when they honor women who have murdered uh, abusive boyfriends and husbands. Uh, that is in April. All of country music? So All of country music. They call it Country <laughs> Music Appreciation Month. Right. And Potter and Lead Day. Mm-hmm. I like both kinds of music, country and western. Mm-hmm. So how did your uh, slapdash weekend go after Dave Chappelle canceled because of the coronavirus? Yeah, so there was Hannibal like... Burris was in town Saturday night, too, doing yeah. his drive-in thing. Yeah, so we um, we got down there and Columbus. got checked into the hotel. We were staying in Short North, actually. Cody's the gay favorite. District. The gay district. Yeah, I don't know if it, there wasn't ah, like... We, had, we discussed okay. this already. Okay. We tell him that every time. <laughs> like, oh, that it is not an official gay... gay right, <laughs> right. But he, that's... Let him have that. Okay. Please, let me let have that. You think, you think that an official gay neighborhood would come up with something better than short north. But listen, I'll defer to him. I'm not even familiar with it, so go ahead. We stayed in the super gay district mm-hmm. called short north. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep. But, uh, Open flames everywhere. Yes. Our hotel was right on like the main strip of like shops and restaurants and stuff. So when we checked in Saturday, we just kind of like walked around and got And there's like a Buckeyes-themed hotel, right? Yeah, it's called The Graduate. Yeah. And I guess these are it's gay. a chain all over the country. <laughs> You're trying to seduce me, aren't you? And whatever city they're in, it's like themed after that city's big university. Oh, so, so they're not all like, oh. Ohio State no, no, University no, 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 hotels. No, no. This one, and like in our room, it was like all people from Ohio. Like, so we had like a chair that had John Glenn's face on it. Like yeah. the back of the chair was painted with John Glenn's face, and it was yeah, it was a pretty cool face. like. Yeah, it was a cool little hotel, and then we like just walked around, and we went to um, this place called Otherworld. Just let me go ahead. Absorb this. 
How did you end up staying at the Graduate? My sister recommended it. Recommended it. And it's right on, it's like directly on the strip of places to go. So you gotcha. don't have to walk or drive or anything. She an Ohio State graduate? No, she went down to a Blue Jackets game mm-hmm. earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And she kind of recommended that area. And okay. was like, there's a lot to do. It's walkable. This of, is the hotel we stayed in. A lot of men walking around in a Tahir Pound Cake Tellet, hot pants and mesh halter tops. So many and mesh halter tops. So many mesh halter tops. Even yes. in September. Meat bags. It was a warm weekend. <laughs> Yeah, it was like eighty-five degrees. Yeah. Okay, so then you we had dinner. Did we set some tacos and then went to a place called Otherworld, mm. which was awesome. If mm. anybody watched my Instagram story, it was like, I, it's difficult to describe. So it was like in like a big warehouse. Like when we pulled up, we're like, this is a spirit Halloween for sure. Like this is a haunted house in an old Best Buy, but it was like a giant warehouse that had a bunch of different like room art exhibits, but it was all interactive. Mm-hmm. So like you'd touch the wall and something would explode or like, you know, something would explode. Like the picture would like break into pieces. Oh, like a video then, installation. Kind so. of. And okay. then there was also just like really cool sculptures and pretty much everything was interactive. So you can mess with stuff and make noise or do this or shut off lights or you could pick up a phone in one room and it video called to another room. I believe in most cities this is called a children's museum. It wasn't though. It was like, I mean there were kids there but it was really, it didn't feel like it was for children at all. Okay. If that makes sense. That's because of the edible. I almost did. I didn't. Oh, you didn't? "Ah, No, I didn't. Oh, okay. But it was really cool and fun. And uh, I was a little sketched out because of Corona, but they, like, staggered the amount of time for people to go in. And what took away from it a little bit is that there were people constantly cleaning, which made me feel good. But, like, you're trying to, like, get a cool picture with some weird tree that's in there, and there's someone just wiping it down. So you have to, like, wait for the person to... Excuse me, sir. I know you're trying to keep me healthy. Could you get the hell out of the way, please? Do you know about Instagram stories? (laughs) I'm like, sir, you're in my boomerang. Like, could you please just not, could you not have health and See, safety you should have made forefront? that your whole story, though. It's just, <laughs> just them people cleaning, cleaning. <laughs> right. as they go through. I was just, like, waiting for people that, which they're just, you know, they're just doing their job. But um, it was really trippy and very cool, and there's, like, you can climb through things. And I compared it to the City Museum in St. Louis, if anybody's been there, like a smaller scale of that. But it was cool. And then um, our buddy John Bruton was in town. Mm-hmm. And so we went and met him. And him and my boyfriend had a few drinks together. And his uh, girlfriend was pregnant. So we just kind of sat and ate She's cupcakes. not anymore? She is pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> As of Saturday night, she was. I was like, I just saw her last night. And she looked yeah, pretty pregnant. So pregnant. now, who knows? And then, yeah. We ate brunch and then came home and watched the Browns win. And it was a good yeah, weekend. Yeah, Browns win. Okay, good. I got him some coasters from Roman, the guy who made us the coasters. Sure. When uh, If you can't take him to Dave Chappelle, get him some coasters. They're Beatles-themed, which is mm-hmm. his favorite band. And mm-hmm. they look really cool. And Roman mm-hmm. did a great job. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. It was good. a good little weekend. Good. So, insofar as you had to kind of scramble, it was all right. Yeah, to throw something together on, you know, less than 24 hours notice. You're like, because I got the email at, what, like 4 o'clock on Friday? Mm-hmm. So, it was like just kind of trying to figure out anything to do. All right. Um, but it was fun. Today has been a day of ups and downs, which we can get into Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love ups and downs. <laughs> I'm a bigger fan of the downs. Spoiler alert. Well, I'll lead with that. <laughs> well, they say you want the bad news or the good news. I always say, give me the good news, because then I can savor the bad news. No, you get the bad news first, so you end on a high note. Uh, potato, potato. Right? <laughs> mm, more entertaining for the bad news. It's, it's just too bad. The Alan Cox Show. Something like this comes along. And it's never too late to ruin your day. Totally ruins it all. 1.7 WMMS. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. 
Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven. if you want to join us. 800-348-1007-35192 to text me. A lot of happy Browns fans texting me. Mm-hmm. They are their first winning record in six years, I'm told. That's very exciting. Very exciting. You picked a hell of a time to do it. Why is that? I'm just saying. Isn't any time a good time for the Browns to have the first winning record in well, six don't, years? Don't you think it's kind of ironic that the world is ending and then this is when the Browns have a winning record? Whatever, dude. Like, I mean, people, chaos. people want uh, <laughs> okay. something to be happy about. For sure. Good for them. I thought it was funny, though. I, I, I was watching a little bit in the third quarter, and they caught one of the coaches, not the not the head coach. Who's the head coach of the Washington football? It's not Jack Del Rio. No, he's uh, like one Ron of the, Rivera. There you go, Ron Super Rivera. Super hot one. Yeah. Um, still got that push broom mustache. Wasn't he that guy that had... Uh, no. Who am I thinking? It doesn't matter. Uh, they were they were uh, showing the coaches on the Washington side, and one of the coaches had his mask down, and they quickly cut away from him. And I don't know if that was by design or what, because they're fining coaches for not having their masks up. Like three of them have already gotten pinched. I think someone was in his ear. Someone said something. He had his headset on. But it was so it was so quick though. It's one the guy... of those things too, where it's like if uh, you have a mask, you're going to be okay because you can take it down, you know, every once in a while. But if you're not wearing a mask at all, those are the people. Oh, at that all, I fined. see. Yeah, yeah. Three guys a week too got fined a hundred grand, and the team gets fined Jeez. too. Uh, the team gets fined two hundred and fifty. Go- Pete Carroll and Kyle Shanahan, who runs Janine uh, Garofalo in the Forty ers Pete Carroll, of course, Seattle, and the Broncos coach Vic Fangio. Vic, F- I am Vic Fangio. <laughs> I'm not going to wear a mask. <laughs> I'm trying to run in the Broncos. Uh, look at that Peyton the Manning out there doing the nothing for me. <laughs> Seems like he's wearing a blindfold. If you <laughs> see their record. <laughs> yeah, the Broncos. Yeah, oh, come on. <clears throat> Anywho, so those guys, you know, they get a couple of ducats pulled out of their pocket. And it's funny, I was overhearing a doctor talking about masks, and he goes, Jesus. Somebody's talking about schools. And he goes, Oh, kids are fine. He goes, adults are the ones pissing and whining nonstop. Kids just go, put it on. Guess it's something I have to do. Okay, yeah, I'll figure it out. He's the adults that are exhausting with the masks. Kids go, okay, whatever. Yeah, wear a mask? Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Your bears are undefeated. I'll tell you what, uh, that's Mitch Trubisky from Menor, Ohio. He cracks the bed, so they bring in Nick Foles. Yeah. And this guy, old Big Stick Nick, <laughs> they're going to be shipping True uh, Trubitsky back off to Menor, Ohio. Yeah, Nick Foles, right? Yeah, he's got big D energy. He's At been in a defense? Super Bowl, huh? Big defense energy. Exactly. Maybe that's big why he's defense doing so energy. Well. As quarterback, uh-huh. 
The best offense is good defense, Alan. God damn, you are right. You are right. <laughs> I can't wait for that Mary Sports Corner podcast. It's starting up pretty soon. Oh, would you guys Very love excited that? about that. I love it. Yes. Just like, guys, you got, you got to just, if you have a ball, just put it at the score position. <laughs> best offense is good defense with Mary Santora. A lot of messages on the Alan Cox Show after hours line over the weekend. That is 216-986-8903. I was just wondering, because Cleveland Browns are playing the Washington football team this week. And don't you think it's the ultimate troll that they did not come up with a name? They named it the Washington football team as to say, hey, this is the direction that the world is going in. If we can't have unique names because it might offend somebody, we are just going to be the blah, blah, blahs or the Washington football team. That's Maybe it's the ultimate troll, and it's the greatest football team name ever. I don't know. Also... <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, yeah, he, yeah trailed uh, off. Yeah, also, I, I don't get. I don't. I'm not down with the troll thing. I don't get that. But um, yeah, whatever. Because it's do, not a troll. It's them just not having time to put all the marketing in place that you have to do. Yeah, I got to make new merch change like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's millions of and dollars someone, on the line. Someone scoot like buying all the potential names and the URLs and stuff like that and squatting on them. So like they just have. I think it's just bad planning. It's it's not a troll at all. And there's not there's not going to be a time when people are like, oh, we can't call this team, you know, the Browns anymore. Like, that's not only that, be a but thing. I love these people who think that the only thing you can name a team is something that like there's a billion names out there. Mm-hmm. Pick one that doesn't piss people off. Redskins, it's not, not a great name. Not yeah. a great name. We can't use anything anymore. Yeah, they'll they'll find something. They'll find something. They'll be the Panthers or the something. Yeah, not the Panthers. Well, not the Panthers. They'll, they'll, they'll be the Ocelots. Washington Ocelots. There you go. I like that. We cl- we clicked in and Gwen goes, oh, they're actually the Washington football team? I go, yeah, they mm-hmm. haven't come up with a name yet. She's like, ah, they were just screwing around. Nope. That's it. It's funny. I love Why seeing not? it on the screen. It's funny. I'll tell you who likes it the most. Vic Fangio. Oh, yeah. The brother. Hey, Vic Fangio! <laughs> Vic, I thought I'd heard all the names. Vic Fangio. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Vic? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Might be a soft C. Vis. I'm Vis Fangio. (laughs) Vis Fangio. All right. Pride of Dunmore, Pennsylvania. He was the defensive coordinator for the Colts like 20 years ago. Oh, did they dust this guy off? Maybe they dusted him off from somewhere. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. Okay. Well, Victor John Fenjo. Hey, I'm out here in a members-only jacket and a work pants. That's it's the outfit of success. Yes, <laughs> try the coach of this team. Make them the bozos, the Washington bozos. There you go. Wow. Oh, I guess he was the Bears' defensive coordinator for a few years. Never heard of this guy. I don't pay. Uh, I don't go super deep on these things, but uh, never heard of that guy. Anyway, uh, God bless him. Right. Congratulations to him. You're up. Ups and downs. What happened? You want good news or bad news first? I always want the good news first. Two good news. One. Two good news. Two good newses. T-O-O or T-W-O? T-W-O, two good newses. Two good two newses. Two good newseries. Right? Yeah? Yes. One. Cleveland Magazine, I was voted uh, Best Comedian 
in 2020s. When did this happen? I found out today. <laughs> when did, yeah, I, I didn't, didn't even know they were doing it. I didn't yeah. either. I got well, tagged. Hey, congratulations. I got congratulations. tagged on Twitter, so I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> it's like, do these? Awesome. Do, do they just do nonstop best ofs now? Like, I don't to, know. Like, what are they not doing best ofs in these magazines? I honestly don't know. I got tagged um, on a, a tweet, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Big <laughs> news. And they still did, like, like the stuff they usually do. like Restaurants, hot spots, in 2020, personalities. Yeah. See, this, is, this is my point. That's what's funny. They can't not do it, because I'm sure they sell a lot of advertising for it and whatever. Yeah. It's a magazine, right? So they go, oh, yeah, I guess we'll do best of something this year. Yeah. You know, hey, best restaurant to eat outside of. <laughs> Just sit on the curb. Yeah, ass. here you go. Best converted <laughs> sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> best patio and quotations. Uh-huh. That's yeah. right. Best patio in the turn lane. Mm-hmm. Goes to yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Who were you up against? I don't know. I don't. I don't know how it worked. This was like the readers' picks, so I don't know if they did like a nomination round and then a voting round and everything. I just I got tagged today as the winner. <laughs> so I was like, that's pretty what I, cool. I'll tell you what I used to think was funny was when these publications would do like editors' picks. Yeah, they would do the fans, and the fans would say something. The editors' picks would basically be like. Uh, that's all good and everything, but we know but who's the really real things, the best. Yeah. yeah, Here's somebody you've never heard of before who's amazing. All you plebes out there can pick somebody else. We have our ear to the ground on the best vegan buffalo mac and cheese. There Thank you, you go. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That's pretty cool. And Bill, that did you super win, mainstream? No, I don't win things. Yeah, you he do. He doesn't like accolades. When, when, no, it doesn't mean he doesn't win things. Just because no, he doesn't like them. I haven't won anything in a long time. Okay, I'm just asking. Oh, okay. You guys are your peers. I mean, you're out there doing stuff. I don't know if I was even nominated. I don't know. I don't know like, either. Because we found out today that yeah. it was a thing. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. But, so congratulations um, to Mary. Thank you. I'm happy for you. Thank you very much. And then second really cool thing, I got a phone call this morning. So I did, uh, you guys remember I did that coast-to-coast roast thing over the the heavy part of the quarantine where we were facing different cities and writing roast jokes about it, Mike Paramore and I? Yep. So that was put on by Helium Comedy Clubs. There's like seven of them across the country. And they called you this morning? Called me this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the owner, the guy at Helium's called me and he was like, hey, I was just you know checking in on you. We haven't talked and I wanted to see if maybe you'd be interested in putting out an album. If you've done that before, and uh, I was like, no, I haven't, but why don't you go ahead and let me know like what you had in mind, and I guess they have like... Are you going to call the album Best Cleveland Comedian 2020? Yes. Good. <laughs> Best of Cleveland 2020 Cleveland Magazine Comedians for at Album will be called, guess what I just found out. <laughs> yeah. No. So, um, they have Helium Records, which I didn't know they have their own record label, and they um, have put out, I think they said like 25 different albums already that they've put out on this record label, and the way that it would work would be, there'd be no upfront cost to me, but basically they would record it, produce it, do everything, and then take their money off the back end, right? So once, whatever it costs them to make it, they take that off first, and then it's an 80 20 split of all profits after that which is pretty high compared to other places but the big kicker with them is that they have an awesome inclusive deal with Sirius so they if you record an album with them it automatically submits to Sirius and not familiar with them a Sirius XM not familiar with them. Oh, yeah. Never heard of them um, it's, it's Harry Potter themed mm-hmm. after Sirius Black. Mm-hmm. So it is a kind of a niche market. Mm-hmm. But um, hey, you know. The oh, actually, heads- I, I did hear of them. We run their commercials all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. They have to advertise here. So that gotcha. Okay. Right. Now, yeah, right, I right, right. I've heard those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of those commercials. But uh, they do a lot for comedians. So if you can get played on like their clean station, you can get a lot of spins. You can make a lot of money and things like that. Um, and they're kind of hard to get into as far as the comedy uh, realm goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the part of the deal would be 
getting automatically put through. It's not to say that they would pick any of my tracks, but it's like, you know, at, at least, least you're getting submitted to them. Getting submitted and they'll listen and stuff. So that was um, a really cool phone call to get this morning that well, they were like... Do you know how much they would charge you to, or not charge you, but charge to record the album? Because that, you know, if they're recouping all that money first, mm-hmm. like that's, you ought to make sure that number's not ridiculous. Right. So we, t- I asked him that. I said, what would it essentially cost me? He's like, oh, so it cost you anything out of pocket? We recoup. And I said, mm-hmm. well, can you ballpark it? And he was like, not really, but uh, the last one we did was around $4,000. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not crazy. I don't know how much you'd make. I don't know how much I would make off of... I have no idea. This is uncharted territory. Somebody's suggesting Mary Santora mostly hamming it up. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Did you see who else is on Helium Records? Who they mentioned? Erica Rhodes, Sean Patton, and Kelsey Cook were the three that we talked about. Well, they have bands too. Oh, I didn't know that. Like Darlinghurst from Australia. Are you sure this is the same one? Uh, Helium Studios. It says it's an independent record label. Yeah, I didn't know that they did um Gaspar bands. Sands. Oh, Gaspar Sands. Yeah. I've been a big fan. Uh, another band called Imbibe. <laughs> and you know they're good because they're both wearing denim jackets. There you go. Um, I have a denim jacket. I could be a star, Alan. Right. So they're, uh, just to, just FYI, um, their website for Helium Productions, um, it's all bands. Then it must be a different name. It might be of like Helium Records comedy or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. It, yeah, it's got to be different because I don't think that they do. I don't think that they do bands because they're a comedy. Helium okay. comedy records. Yeah, Sean Patton, Erica Rose, Mary Lewinsky, Dave Landau. Yeah. Well, there you go. You'll you'll be you'll be in uh, uh, company. So yeah, so that was cool. I mean, I've never I've had one. So other... when do you pull the trigger on that? So the way that he said we could do it is like, because um, they have five clubs that are open right now. And he was like, what we can do is do a couple like lead up weekends where you would headline like a Thursday, feature Friday, Saturday. We'll do like two or three of those and then record it maybe late winter, early spring. So within the next couple months, because I sometimes was a little nervous having not been on stage so much to just jump in and record a 45 minute album, you know. Right. Not being as polished. So he's like, oh, well, we'll give you some dates because they have a bunch of clubs. He's like, we'll give you dates leading up to it. And then, yeah, we'll go from there. So today was just like a conversation. They didn't send over a contract or anything like that. I but, understand. But I thought that was pretty cool. Sure. That put me in a really good mood. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Good Things for you. Happening. If I get played on, you know, I get a ton of spins and then exposure. People are looking and... for good news this yeah, year, right? Yeah. People are just looking for good news. Yeah. So that was cool. That now, was a nice little... On to the bad news. I'm getting sued. Hey, by Helium Comedy Records? By Helium Comedy Records. Oh, man, I was going to say, that happened fast. Yes. Holy cow. They Yeah, they, they offered me the spot, and then I was like, I kind of went off the rails a little bit. I was having a bad morning, and then they're like, okay, well, well now we're suing you uh-huh. for slander. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. But yeah, I went down and checked my mail, and I got a summons to appear in court. I don't know what I can say legally, so I'm not going to say a lot. Can you say for what you are being sued? Is it criminal or civil? Civil. It's not criminal. I'm not a criminal. (laughs) Well, it's about to get a lot less civil. (laughs) FYI. Yeah, it's a civil lawsuit that I, uh, something that happened years ago. I was going to say, did this take you by surprise or did you go, man, I hoped that this would never rear its ugly head again? I had honestly. I thought I got out when I left Albuquerque and changed my name to Mary Santora. Yeah, well, you know, that'll happen once you decide to... Uh... I thought that the gender reassignment surgery would have taken care of all of this. Ellen, you can only be so careful, and I'm not a spy, okay? I'm not, I don't have a specific set of skills.
All right? Right. No, but it was honestly something that I had pretty much forgotten about um, because I hadn't heard much in the last two years, and then it was um, the type of scenario that has a two-year time limit, and that time limit was reached, and then so well, you have to go to court, which is cool. Wait a second. If the statute of limitations has passed... It has not. They filed the day before it the, passed. Oh, now that's an A-level troll. Mm-hmm. That is A-level. Yeah. They wait I, until the day before. I looked at it and I was like, are you Just when serious? I think I'm out, they <laughs> pull me back in. <laughs> right. So that'll be fun. I don't think it'll be anything horrible. I mean, I have... Um, essentially, I talked to the people I needed to talk to and they were pretty much like, we'll handle everything. But it will cost you money. It will cost me money. It will cost me... I might not have to even go in. I might I might have to give a deposition and that's it. So it won't cost me a lot of time. But um, they basically, they, I mean, obviously they're not going to be like, you're screwed. You know, but they were very reassuring. Like, hey, we're going to take care of this. Like, don't, you don't have to worry about Are it. Are you kind of one thing. of a number of people being sued or is it just you? Just me. Just you. Thousands yeah. of dollars? Yes. Wow. Look at that. Tens of thousands or just? Yes. Tens of thousands? But. Yeah, I, like again, I said I don't really know what I can uh, say. Okay. So we I don't we say went to anything. we went to Gwen and I went to court a couple of years ago uh, for something. No, oh. uh, for slander. So, I, won't, I, won't, I, won't, I won't bore you with it, but um, no, she and I. And it really sucks when you think that you've you think that you're in the right. You're mm-hmm. like, there's no way that this is going to go sideways. Did not go that our way. That's what sucks. Exactly you're like, oh what god, that sucks. Like. I got know. this and I was like, unbelievable! Like, how did how does this even happen? There's no there's no way that this is the outcome. Yeah. So I got off like this really high, awesome phone call, and I'm like, hell yeah, dude! I'm gonna be famous. Someone's gonna listen to my my. They're gonna love my album that gets played all over the place and all these streams and iTunes and this and that and iHeartRadio app maybe who knows and uh, and then I was like Netflix and then HBO and then I opened this letter and it was like, hey, come back to Earth real quick. <laughs> Everyone loves a comeback story though. <laughs> right. This is a very emotional morning. You know who you should get to represent you? Vic Fangio! <laughs> hey! Attorney at law. Before I was a running the Broncos and the Ravens and the Bears, I was attorney at law! Come to me for all of your slander needs. What's his uh, slogan? Huh? If a Vic Fangio can't get you off, no one can get you off! <laughs> <laughs> no better time to start an OnlyFans. Mm. Yeah, right? Hey, it may come to that. <sighs> hey, guys, uh, I got to sell some foot pics. Uh, the decision did not go my way. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, this is why I don't like the bad news being the last thing, because I'm like, dang it. <laughs> and we're getting ready to go to commercial break, so you have to sit on it. <laughs> sit on that. But also, that uh, record deal could just totally be a ripoff, so that could be bad news, too. Also you never that. know. You so, never know. You got to think of all the angles, mm-hmm. Mary. <laughs> Here I am, it's like, 2020, not is what it seems. So I'm like, oh, yay, leading to opportunities. And Bill's like, also, it's probably fake. Helium uh, County right? Records <laughs> just uh, brought on a Nigerian prince as their new CEO. It's very exciting. And that's that on that, quite frankly. Just send us five of your best jokes, and then we will send you $100 million. Uh-huh. And I'm making people smile. Calling me, asking me where I'm at. I'm out here doing it. That's that on that. That's that on that. What's your name? Iray? Iray? This is I-Ray. Hello, Alex. What's going on, I-Ray? What kind of name is that? I love it. Jamaican. I'm a second time caller. Everton I-Ray. All right. Yes, everything I-Ray. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hi, Bill. Hi, Town K. How do you spell it? I actually spell it I-R-E, but people can't pronounce it, so I have to let I have to tell them it's like Ray with an I. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Yes. So I wanted to tell Mary. 
Hey, girl, you moving on up to the east side. You finally got a piece of the pie. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed it'll work out. Yeah. And when you make it big, I want you to give us, uh, show us some love out here in Painesville and Menor. Come out here and make us laugh like you always do on the show. I love you guys. I was telling Pound Cake, uh, hopefully I can be added to the blacklist. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's been stagnant for a while. Yeah, I'm happy to put you on, though. It has. So yeah. I, I really... Put I Ray on there. I Ray, I R E. Is there an accent grave over the E? There sure is. All right. I Ray, gotcha. I ever did I Ray. Okay, beautiful. And I want to tell Bill, I'm liking your Bill Squire show. I'm learning about the sneaker game. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate Absolutely. you listening. Yes. Uh, it's a lot of fun to do. Thanks, okay, I thank you, I Ray. There's I Ray. What's up with you, girl? On the New on the blacklist. Four ninety two, I Ray. Four ninety two on the Alan Cox Show blacklist. Thank you. Very sweet. The Alan Cox Show. Spoiler alert: They won't all be home runs. The Alan Cox Show on one hundred point seven WMMS. This is Pound Cake? No. Rick James is in it. But it's not Rick James. Produced it. No, but he makes it good. Party all the time. Yeah. It's a comedian. Ben Stiller. <laughs> that is a great guess. Yeah, it was in Madagascar 3. Party all the time. Comedian, his thought is Ben Stiller. That's the first comedian. Ben Stiller, still a comedian, Mary. I don't know what to tell you. Um, that is, is Eddie Murphy. That is from 1985, and apparently, Poundcake's generation has just discovered "Party All the Time" from Eddie Murphy, and so their heads are exploding on social media. I've heard the song before. I never knew who it was saying. By. Please explain this, <laughs> Generation X. Yeah, 35 years ago, uh, Eddie Murphy wanted to be a singer. And if you ever saw any of his stand-up, obviously, you know, he's a talented guy. And I think he did a whole album. It's a great song. I'll tell you what, at the time, I I was 14 when that came out, so I was like, this isn't like, who knows what your brain is, right? Mm -hmm. People have made fun of it, obviously, because in retrospect, it's pretty cringy. But I think that it gets a little short shrift, because the video is fun, Eddie Murphy can sing, Rick James is in it. Yeah. And what's the matter with it? Yeah, it's a legit song. It's a good... I like that song. And uh, he's not the only one that's done that. Jamie Foxx has had songs, too, right? Yeah, what's Well, that? Jamie Foxx... great album. Jamie Foxx, though... Goose. Is that him? Yep. But, but, he, but he went to college on, like, a piano scholarship. So Jamie Foxx is a musician. Like, he knows... He's a musician, but he's also up? a stand-up comedian yeah. and a, an, an actor. actor. What about Mark Wahlberg? Great chef. Mark Wahlberg? Mm-hmm. What Mark. about Mark Wahlberg? Marky Mark. But you know he's nothing without the funky bunch. 
That's yeah, not true. Still has he the funky that. bunch. If he could have done it by now? himself, he would have. There's no Eddie Murphy in the funky bunch. I don't know why he's there so ain't no Jamie Foxx in the funky bunch. Mark Wahlberg needed that funky bunch. Now, can you tell me any of the names in the funky bunch? Mm-mm. Nope. Neither can I. But neither can Mark. He's so ashamed of that past. Like he does not like talking about how he used to drop his pants at high school. You know, I don't. I don't know One where he's Mark, Mark where, Wahlberg where the, strikes me as a kind of a serious dude. So maybe he just wants to be taken more seriously. I mean, he was an underwear model, and that's what he was cashing in on back then. Yeah, and it's not like he was pulling out his junk. He would grab it, and then he would like drop his pants at school assembly and and perform. Like, it but was it's like in the school. song. Feel it. Feel it. Yeah, but he wasn't. I don't know. It was. A, I guess it was a different time back then, because now that would never happen. So the Eddie Murphy song. Now, the late, great um, a metal band Children of Bodom from Finland covered Party All the Time and did, I think, just as good of a job with it. That's not Miles. Even in it sounds like Miles. <laughs> Even in Finland, they want to party all the time. Especially in Finland, they want to party all the time. I thought that was funny, though. I'm like, why is Eddie Murphy trending? I thought, oh, maybe he's setting some dates for next year yeah. or something. And it was just kids going, what the F is this? And then I go, oh, man, I'm glad that they brought this back through. God bless you guys. They're like, Hercules, Hercules. Is that on the album? No, that was in a movie. No, so long after the album. Yeah. But he should do like a soundtrack to like the clumps or whatever. Like that would make his <laughs> what? It would soundtrack be great. to the clumps. Or to uh, to uh, what movie was that? The Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. Yeah, I Eddie Murphy. Like three of them. Eddie Murphy has made a, a couple of albums. The one that that is off of is called How Could It Be, and it was him with his arm up. He's leaning on a piano. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to be mm-hmm. Luther back then. Uh, he did one. Sure and got fat. Should have gotten fat. He should have done an album, to, to Poundcake's point, as the Nutty Professor. Sherman. What's his last name? Clump. Why do, oh, duh, idiot. That's why the single was called <laughs> The Clump. Jesus. Um, he, go. he did a song. Um, he did a song in the early 90s called Love's All Right. So he wanted to be like an R&B guy. He yeah. wasn't doing like rap or anything like that. So Eddie Murphy has done a handful of albums. You think he got but shut that out? That was the one that got like on the radio, and um, you think what? You think he got shut out because he reminded a lot of people of Bobby Brown? Did he remind people of Bobby Brown? I don't recall that. Uh, well, that I'm, comparison. Guess, I'm guessing they both kind of look alike, and I, I imagine their style was similar because he had like um, Brown had that one song. Every, oh, my prerogative. That's, what That's my prerogative. You do what I want to do. And everyone had like the the baggy pants back then, and the super tight shirts, and yeah, but, Eddie Murphy, used to dance. but Eddie Murphy was trying to be slick. Like he had on like a medallion. But I mean, listen, the fact that he had Rick James in on it tells you everything you need to know. And the baggy pants thing came much later, like '85. Everybody was still there was still kind of an androgyny thing going on more than the baggy pants stuff. The baggy pants yeah. stuff started in like the early '90s. And by the way, my prerogative came three years after Party All the Time. So that Eddie Murphy song predates that Bobby Brown hit by three years. Okay. So I don't ever recall anybody making that comparison at the time. And I know people gave Eddie Murphy a hard time. But in the 80s, Eddie Murphy could do whatever he wanted to do. So they were like, yeah, you know, and Rick James will produce it. It's like, cool. Who wouldn't do that?
Who's going to produce uh, Mary Santora colon mostly hamming it up? Helium hmm. Cardi Records. <laughs> but I mean, who's going to produce it? They do. Huh. Or you can. You want to? I've done a couple albums. Okay. How are you on... Uh, but the, but not for people with labels. Like, if, you've, if you're going to do something for a label, they should do it. I call them and <clears> say, <throat> no, 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 I got a guy. No. That's not how it works? No, because they've got Why a whole... Why don't I get to pick and choose? They've got a whole organization. <laughs> Why don't I get to pick and choose? I like your guy for this, but my guy for that. That's Can right. Can do this? I want Ted Templeman. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we'll do a fantasy, but with album production. Also, if you're of a certain age, you might not know that Drew Barrymore was once married to Tom Green. Hmm? Uh, in the early aughts, and I think they were only married for like a year, but they met on Charlie's Angels. This show actually got name-dropped in August uh, in InStyle magazine that was attached to a Tom Green quote. He was talking about something, and I don't know how... I, I still, to this day, I thought it was interesting to see, but I have no idea uh, how him being here got attached to that story. But now that Drew Barrymore has a syndicated daytime talk show, she needs people to watch. And so she called Tom Green and said, will you come on my show? And they aren't, they don't usually talk. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's got to make you feel weird. You know, I, I hope that that was a candid conversation where she's like, look, I need eyeballs. Your ex-wife calls like, what did I do? Does she want money? Am I getting sued? <laughs> well, no, they, they've been split for 20 years. I mean, they didn't have kids, anything like that. You know, they just kind of went their yeah, separate ways. Marriage, yeah. It was like a set. Uh, relationship that uh, I feel like you would always have that feeling whenever that person calls because it's still your ex. You will forever be your ex, so you always assume that she's calling on some trash. Twenty years later, <laughs> yep, I'm still gonna screw you. Twenty years later, I don't know how you could. I mean, but anyway, that's not what it was. Uh, she um, wanted him to come on the show, and he was uh, kind enough to do it. Happy to do it. I was so happy when you invited me on the show. It's been a, it's been too long. We should have. You know, it's nice to reconnect. We really did not talk for about 15 years, I guess. About. And this is really the first time we've looked at each other face to face in 15 years. And he's got one nut, yeah. Like Tom Green had uh, yeah. testicular cancer. So. Yeah, happened while he was doing the first season of the Tom Green Show. Like at the end of the oh, season. before he married her. Before he married. Well, oh, I thought it came later than that. No, because he. Like, the last episode, I think, of that season was, like, right when he got diagnosed and he announced it. And Okay. I think he even did, like, the surgery or something on the show or something. I remember that, but yeah. I, I guess I was thinking that, um, I guess my timeline was kind of screwy. You know, one of the things that means so much to me professionally also is because one of the reasons that, you know, we got to know each other in the first place was I admired your work so much. And so I reached out to you and, you know, asked you to come and do Charlie's Angels, and you so graciously said yes. I just, I... But that, that was so exciting, getting to do that movie with, with you, and, uh, you know, we kind of uh, sort of hit it off right away, pretty much. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of laughs together. I think one of our first dates, uh, I think we went and bought uh, lobsters, because we both love animals. Yeah. And we both uh, got lobsters. Yeah, and we we went we released them into the uh, into the into the ocean. Yeah, that was, that was what we decided to do. <laughs> Let's go release some lobsters into the ocean. They died immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they did. Can you do that? They were eaten by sharks. As soon as they put them in, would you rather be eaten by a shark or by a human? Anytime mm. you are food, it's not a good thing. A shark would probably be faster, right? 
Oh, I don't know. I mean, if you're a lobster, not if you're a human. Oh, you yeah. Know? I was yeah. thinking as a human. Yeah. I didn't put myself in the lobster's position. Yeah. So, yeah, Drew Barrymore asked uh, Tom Green to be on her show. I forgot she even had a show. They don't seem to be subtracting any daytime shows. They just seem to be adding them. Like, Kelly Clarkson has a show, and Drew Barrymore has a show, and somebody else I'm not remembering right now has a show. But I don't see him taking shows off. Ellen. Is Wendy Williams off? Nope, she's still back. She's still on. Ellen is back on. And... That's just like the the chat show format. You're did still, Jerry O'Connell actually get a show? Wasn't he? He did one? have one. I don't know if he still does. Yeah, you're right. It was being produced by Wendy, Wendy Williams Production Company, but I don't think since she divorced her husband, I don't know if that's still a thing. Uh, the Jerry O'Connell show. Yeah, I don't know if that's still on. But um, you know, you but you're mostly competing not only with those other shows, but with all the judge shows. These people must get a lot of money up front. Like I'm curious what the hook of this is. Like, you want to go home every day. You don't, you know, you're like this, you're not going to be on set anyway. But I'm curious what the attraction to doing, like, a daytime show like that is. Why not? Who wouldn't do that? That's fun. I don't know that it's fun. It doesn't sound like it's fun for Ellen. I mean, you're essentially the face, so, I mean, you have writers, so... I mean. Right, but I'm just saying that you're on... you got to know, you're like a restaurant. You know how, like, 98% of them fail after a year? Mm-hmm. You're like that. You're like, yeah, uh, you know, I guess maybe there's no downside. You just do it because you're like, okay. Might be able to promote, promote like a, another business or something. Hey, guys, I'm here to talk to you about my restaurant. Well, Ellen has other TV shows. Duncan Hyde's Cookies. I'm Jerry O'Connell for Duncan Hyde's Cookies. Duncan Hyde's? <laughs> How you like that? That's a deep point. I feel like <laughs> Duncan Hyde's Cookies on a long time. Come on. Yeah, I don't even know if that show is still on. The Jerry O'Connell show. Just shocking how it's called many Jerry shows. O. Yeah, it's still on. Oh, good. There's just so many shows, and like, I, do people watch that much TV still? Like, yeah. who's watching all Especially this? Now. Well, probably more now. Yeah. Probably more now, I guess. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I just don't. I don't go to like network te- television that often. But a lot of people so do. A lot of t- times, I'm watching something. It's like Netflix or you know HBO Max or something like that. Hmm. Okay. TV Plus. But like you're also one. not the target demographic for daytime television. Right, but it's also like, I, I understand that, but I don't feel like my mom watches it either. Like, and she is. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like in this day and age, hmm, it seems like it's, those numbers are going to keep going down. Yeah, well, make some money while you can. Like you said, if you get canceled after a year, at least you had a year. You can build into something else, maybe. Yeah. Well, they, they said that the Jerry O'Connell show did not get picked up. I don't know. As of September last year, but Wendy Williams is going to do two more seasons. Hot topics. Two more. Hot topics. And then that's it. Man. So anyway, uh, I, I thought it was funny that the Eddie Murphy thing was going around the same day that the Drew Barrymore and Tom Green thing was going around. Blast from the past. I took my daughter on a drive to the east side yesterday. I thought she's never been over there before, and there's some interesting architecture. and you know, We just don't get over there that often. And... Um, there, there was a story about a. There were two women fighting in the front yard over in University Heights. A couple of women were fighting in the front yard, and one of them was naked, All which right. is always great. Um, I don't know what they were fighting about. That's a side piece, main piece situation. You think there. it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a few nights ago. It was about four in the morning, and cops get called out, and there are two women on the front lawn. And one of them's buck naked. That probably is what it is, yeah. isn't it? The the main she woman came caught. home, and the side piece was in her bed. She probably came home early from a business trip or something. I was that naked girl. Twice. Uh, both of them were drunk. 
Um, and so then they go in to talk to the dude, and they find out that he is wanted on felony warrants for kidnapping. So they scoop this guy up. They're like, Jeez. the naked lady in the front yard got us to an alleged kidnapper. Can't be having side pieces when you're a wanted man. He was yeah. a really wanted man. Right. Two chicks man. want him and the cops. Lay low. Man. Right. And that still wasn't enough for him. He's still kidnapping somebody. <laughs> Maybe he kidnapped the naked lady. That's why and she's fighting. got like a what's oh she was trying to get Stockholm away syndrome. Yeah. Oh she's trying to get away maybe. She come running out of the uh well that's not alleged kidnapping. That's like you kidnapped somebody. Yeah, you're in the act. Yeah. Also, is University Heights a city or like a neighborhood? It's a city. Okay, I didn't know if there was uh, like My an understanding official. is, yeah, they have a, they have a police department and, you know. Okay, I didn't know. That was just yeah. like where the colleges were. My daughter's like, "What state are we in?" I go, "We're still in Ohio. We're just <laughs> we're on the other side." <laughs> this of... is East 99. <laughs> Can't blame her though. It does look like east to west. It just looks like a, a crazy difference well it's parts of it pretty. i mean you know you know uh near downtown it can get a little um you know heartbreaking mm-hmm. but then you get into university circle and the whole bit <laughs> and you know whatever heartbreaking well you know what i mean like you <laughs> yes. look around and you're like oh god it looks you like know? a bomb but there's off. businesses trying to go up over there god bless them you know there's a supermarket over there or 71st and something or other mm-hmm. you know did you go that way or did angie's you take, like, is over there which is amazing soul food what did you just take the highway Take the highway. Well, I didn't know because you said like right when you get out of downtown. Did, I don't know if you took like Euclid Avenue all the way to the east side or how you got down there. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. cut through. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you took like ninety around or how no, you got no, no, there. no. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no great. If you drove there's through no the heartbreaking gra- spot. There's no great like, way to get from west side to east right. side. I mean, you know, the city doesn't have a beltway or anything. So you should have taken Nora to like Squire's Castle. Or where, is this- where is that? Squiffle Tower. Why do you call it Squire? No, what's no, Squire's, Squire's Castle? It's called Squire's Castle. Squire's oh. Castle's out on the east side, and it's just like an old... It's beautiful. Like, stone building. Oh, I see. it's called Squire's Castle. Yeah, maybe I will. It's a uh, nice picnic area. She was mostly fascinated by all the people who had purple steering wheels, was the thing that she caught. <laughs> I go, yeah, well, that's very nice, isn't it? Why purple? You didn't want to ask them. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why, but that certainly caught her eye. Squire's Castle is in Willoughby Hills. Um, okay, well, yeah, that's that's fine. I went down and got some corn yesterday. Corn? You uh, are Zaley's, team corn, boy. Yeah, Zaley's Farm. Mm-hmm. Love that place. Good time. Went in a corn maze. Didn't get out. They had to call the cops. Say again. <laughs> went into a corn maze and I couldn't find my way out, so they had to uh, send a rescue team. That's not true. It's very true. I don't believe that. Yep, they had to cut down the whole field. <laughs> yeah. I ruined it for everybody. They're Wait like, a we second. We usually make thousands and thousands of dollars off this corn maze, and be, and it's a corn maze for children, and you got lost so bad that we had to call the police, have this whole field leveled, just so we could find you. Have you learned nothing about the kid that got killed by the corn chopper, Bill? He wasn't falling asleep. And I, wasn't I don't drunk, know and that. I, wasn't asleep. I don't know any of those I just things. got turned around. I was trying. They, they have eight pumpkins that you're supposed to try and find. I found all but one. I was looking for it. Couldn't find it. Started to panic. Called the police and said, hey, I'm stuck in this corn maze. Come get this corn out from around me. Did they send out a colonel to save you? Man, this is serious. Or a team of huskies. (laughs) (laughs) Huskies. There she is, ladies and gentlemen. Cleveland Magazine's. Just voted Cleveland Magazine's favorite comedian, 2020. Soon to be heard on Helium Comedy Records. There's a little free taste for you. They were First pretty, taste is free, then you got to pay for it. They were pretty mad that they had to cut down all the corn. The uh, 
owner of the farm said, oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you, you did get lost or you did not get lost? I didn't actually get lost, oh, okay. but it was fun. All it was right. a good time. We did have to backtrack a little bit. We couldn't find one of the pumpkins. Me and my girlfriend and my dog. Hmm. You think but, the dog would have been able to find its way out? Yeah, she doesn't know anything. She's dumb. No, but doesn't she have some kind of um, global positioning system in her head? I mean, yeah, but she doesn't know we're looking for pumpkins. No, but I mean just to get you out of the thing. Yeah, if we could have got out of the thing, I'm sure that, that would have been fine, but I'm also not going to let her just like run around. Yeah. And get lost. Yeah. Never understood the appeal of corn mazes. It always feels like you're being stalked. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and thus completes the exhaustive list of corn puns. <laughs> Fingers crossed. But if you got any more, I'm all ears. <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't be a good idea to take like an edible and go to a corn maze, right? No, it'd be a great idea, especially if it's dark. Yeah, that'd be... Last corn maze we were in was out at whatchamacallit. It was one of those wine nights, so we grabbed a couple mm-hmm. of our friends who were parents get the hell out of the house. Out at uh, Stony Brook Farms, or whatever the hell oh. that place is called. And, uh, you know, but that's the only thing that's going to make that stuff tolerable. Yeah. Is that there's uh, some crackers on a desk and, a, you know, or what do they got those? <laughs> a meat disc. <laughs> <laughs> Give me tray. something. Yeah. Here's I, a beer you, you and a glass of You don't have fun in a corn maze? Are you talking to me? Yes. I'm have we met? You. Yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a fun little thing to do, especially in the fall. It's autumn. Yes. When I to took, when, I, when my older children were young, and I'm sure we'll take our daughter at some point, if you have children, this is like Disney World for me. Don't understand it when it's just adults. No, that's not fun. See, I've never done. I assume you didn't have small children with you. No, almost. We left with one, but we didn't start with one. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had. I've never done most of this like fall stuff, like the corn mazes and like the apple picking and pumpkin patches, hay rides, and the whole thing. I've never done it. This wasn't a priority for our family. Like this was not an experience. But never with boyfriends or anything. No, and my boyfriend now wants to go. He grew up on the east side, and he's like, "There's these really cool places we can go. You know, pick a pumpkin and then carve it." And I was like, "Oh, I've never carved a pumpkin," and he was like, blown away by that. But I'm like, "These were not really." You never carved a pumpkin. No. These were not like, we didn't do fall activities. We were like, I don't know, worried about paying the bills and getting our heat turned back on. Yeah, the pumpkin's like $5. I I would think. Times five kids and then all day. No, you don't buy each kid a pumpkin. pumpkin. I'm saying like a pumpkin for the house, and then that way your parents distract you guys with the sordid, sad tales of your life. They go, here, carve a pumpkin. No. Nothing like that? Nothing. Put a candle in there? No. Hmm. I've never done it. Well, spoiler. So now, as an adult, you didn't miss much. As an adult, you know. I'm not that like. Oh yeah, we have to go carve a pumpkin. We gotta do a corn maze. It's not like oh okay, yeah, people do that. Mm-hmm. I got a pumpkin. You want to come over and carve it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it a cool thing? No, it's just like it's oh, fine. this is a fall it's thing fine. to do. It's a fun thing to do, okay. and it's you know it's you live stupid. in the ninth floor. Where the hell are you gonna put a pumpkin? Then you throw it off the ninth floor. It's gonna be fun. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a rotting pumpkin in his kitchen. Yeah. Listen, now that you have uh, completely gone the other way and, and completely autumned out your apartment, yeah. Yeah, it seems like you have all that autumn You stuff. think that you'd want to have, carve your first pumpkin. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying I've never done it before, so I wasn't, like, overly excited to do those things. Because I feel like experience, it's like when you, I watched Goodfellas, experiencing it for the first time as a 30-year-old woman, I don't think is going to hit the same as if I had those memories every year building up to it. You know what I mean? What if this is how you end up meeting his kid, is you guys carve pumpkins together? Because that's that a nice activity, fine, yeah. and that'd be, you know... 
and then it, you get to see somebody that's having more fun than an adult would. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, it's this hard, is exciting. It would be hard yes. for me not to be Kids love knives. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when people say radio is dead, we disagree. But it does explain the smell. The Alan Cox Show is on 100.7 WMMS. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven. You're going to join us live. 800-348-1007. Text. Indians getting started against the Yankees tomorrow night. Wild card game one at Progressive Field. That'll be a 7 o'clock first pitch. You will be able to hear it here on WMMS and also on the iHeartRadio app. So if you are not able to... Listen on your radio, you can listen on the app. If you don't have it, you should grab it. Also, uh, Alan Cox Show Playoff Fantasy Baseball will begin tomorrow night as well. I'll start a little early. That's a 5 o'clock game between my Toronto Blue Jays and Bill's Tampa Bay Rays. Number one seed. <clears throat> I was going to say, uh, Blue Jays are decidedly the underdogs in this, but... Um, give me $40. Just give it to me now. Yeah, what, what did we decide on for the playoffs? Is it 20, 20 dollars a game? Is that fair, 20? <clears throat> 20 a game. Is it fair? I don't know if fairness has anything to do with it. $20 a game. Do we have a spreadsheet or no? Well, I went to go do it this morning, but it's... I mean, just each, that series it's so just far. that series. Oh, between, that's the only one? that Between our teams, yeah, because the Tribe is playing oh, the Yankees, yeah. the Sox are playing, I think, the A's. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Twins are playing somebody else. So the Twins... Oh, the only one? Yeah. Oh. So the Twins and Sox. Sox might meet in the second round, but... Maybe. So we'll have to wait and see. We have to wait until this week is over. I also have to wait and see on uh, Terry the Goat's Week 3 NFL picks, because tonight is Ravens-Chiefs, arguably the two best teams in football, um, going at each other. That's Pat Mahomes, and that's uh, uh, whoever is there for the Baltimore Ravens. Come on. So very exciting. MVP last year. Very exciting. Is this the same guy I can't remember? I don't know. There's a lot of guys Carlin, you can't remember. Uh, Carlin uh, Warnslow. No, no not, uh, not Carlin Warnslow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that guy. Yeah, it's not that it's guy. Joe Flacco. It's uh, it was Joe Flacco. It was Joe Flacco. He was supplanted by this guy. He won the league MVP last year. Lamar Jackson. There you go. Not RG3? I always have RG3 on the brain. RG3 is his backup. Okay, there you go. So we're waiting on that, but otherwise, um, there were a handful of upsets. Well, I don't know if they were upsets. There were a couple of uh, the Atlanta Falcons managed to pull victory, uh, uh, defeat from the jaws of victory one more time. (laughs) That's kind of a calling card right now. Um, and I had to remove Eagles-Bengals because that ended in a tie. So even though Terry did pick 11 games, uh, I'm striking that one. So we'll go over her. Uh, she did choose the Ravens over the Chiefs for tonight. So we'll see. Uh, but Terry the Goat is um, out in Carlton, PA, and she picks the week's football games for us on Thursdays. And this season is no different. I put in a wide receiver because she said Cincinnati was going to lose. So I put in um, my wide receiver from Philly, and he got 1.2 points. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm going to listen to Terry as far as my fantasy. Listen, is your right, as a, and this is what I, there's no disclaimer, there's no caveat to our audience. You are taking your picks from a goat. I know that. <laughs> So with that comes a certain degree of uh, suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we don't. We. I will say this in full transparency: we never vetted Terry the goat. <laughs> She's been to a vet. <laughs> yes, but, the vet comes to her. Yeah. A vet has vetted her. Yeah. yeah. I take Al, who runs Marcinek Farms out there. I take him at his word that he has extraordinarily savvy animals. I mean, it seems like he's doing everything right with them. Mm-hmm. If you had any of that goat cheese he gave us. I did not. Good gravy was that good. I'll take all that that you got. Uh, but, uh, by the way, congratulations to the Cleveland Browns, who not only won, but made history. The first NFL game with female coaches on both sidelines and a female official. Official, They're part of history. Uh, Brown's chief of staff, of course, Callie Brownson. Uh, Jennifer King is a coach for the Washington football team. And Sarah Thomas was one of the officials. They all had masks on, so it was a little tough to tell. That they were women? Well, but that's the, what happened. The lady that works for the Browns, absolutely. Uh, yes. So, But uh, congratulations to everyone involved, I guess, for that. She's got a very masculine haircut. Well, not everybody's into the ponytail. You know, when I try to give my daughter a ponytail every morning, boy, it's like trying to give a four-year-old a ponytail. It is not easy. It's a good analogy. It's a lot of ow, 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 ow. And I go, you know, I used to give, not a lot of dads can say this, right? (laughs) Not a lot of dads can say this, but, you know, I tell her when I used to have to give myself ponytails, it didn't hurt as much, you know, when somebody else is doing it and yanking at your locks. So I'm like, if you want to do this yourself... Be my guest. Would you allow her to wear it as is, however she did it, or would you feel the need to fix it when it inevitably doesn't look good? I'm not going to say it inevitably wouldn't look good. She's a been four-year-old doing a ponytail. She gets herself dressed and always looks great. Yeah, but that's different. Doing is your it? hair, I feel like that doesn't like, really come well, into play for a while. If you can pull your hair back and comb it away from your face and then hold it while you're doing that, I don't know. Uh, you know, so far she hasn't taken me up on it, so mm-hmm. it's kind of a moot point, but. Uh, you know, my point, not everybody wants a ponytail. Right. When you say she dresses herself, you mean she picks out her clothes or she just puts on her clothes herself? I mean, she picks out her clothes. Wow, I don't think I did that till I was like... 26? 11. Mm. <laughs> I imagine that if I asked your mom, you got dressed way before 11. No, I, I, she would like you got out yourself the dressed for me. Oh, like, I see. I don't think I picked out my own clothes till I was like 11. Now, what do you think precipitated you deciding to do that at 11? Mom, I'm tired of garanimals, or what? Yeah, the corduroy pants. Like, it was just a mess. And see, that's my point, is it's real. It's not really hard, because it's not like parents are spending a lot of time going through drawers and going, gee, what would go best with this? They go, shirt, pants, skivs, exactly. sh- socks. Exactly. So a kid can probably do that, maybe not better, but marginally worse. Yeah. You go, go ahead. I didn't know what matching was. I didn't know, like, I just... Still didn't know what matching is. But it's just a shirt and dark jeans. Yeah, like yeah. you right. can't go wrong. But I didn't think of it like that. That's right. So if you, uh, I say, yep, do it. Get yourself dressed. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Right. I believe in you. Because it's better. I tell her this. Right. I pass down my wisdom to my children. I say it is better to look good than to feel good. Mm-hmm. Unequivocally, mm-hmm. there are people who will disagree. tell you. There are people I'm who sure will disagree. Would disagree. There are people who will disagree. So if she walks down with a scarf and it's not like cold out, you're you're going to approve of that? Hey, f- scarves can be fashionable. I, I, Mary had a fashion scarf him. on last week. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've now worn two. Two fashion scarves. scarves. <laughs> hmm. 
Uh, Alan Cox Show After Hours line. You're always welcome to leave us a message there. It's 216-986-8903. Finally! I was trying to call the After Hours line for memory, and I called the wrong number about six times, and the initial panic of, oh my gosh, the show has been canceled set in, but I finally got it. <laughs> a couple of days ago, you guys were talking about um, Alan doing a trip from Pittsburgh to Chicago, and if anywhere you're going to get a ticket, it's right inside of Indiana. I have gotten four speeding tickets throughout the course of my adult life. All of them have been directly across the interstate in Elkhart, Indiana, from the world's largest RV dealership. So I hate Indiana. I hate RVs now. On a more degenerate note, um, Jerry the Goat has really not been helping me out a ton with the picks, and I'm realizing why that is. Um, the Goat is not picking against the spread. I don't know what kind of um, pull you have, but if you could maybe lean on the sensibilities of the owner to ask them to do a pick or two against the spread. <laughs> the degenerate gambler in me would very appreciate Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. These are just straight wins, straight losses. Uh, I know that I've heard from a handful of people who have placed their, they've placed their confidence in Terry the Goat, but are nevertheless upset um, if the spread isn't covered. We're just going straight wins and losses Straight here. wins and losses, but... She does produce a great goat cheese spread that you can get from the farm. You better bet on that spread. I'll tell you what. She covers the spread, all right. Mm -hmm. She'll cover rye crackers. She'll cover triscuits. Whatever. The NBA Finals are set for Wednesday. So LeBron's taking the Lakers for the first time. Lakers, and then the Heat, Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Your guy from Chicago. That's Kirby Buckets' brother? Mm Mm-hmm. Distant cousin once removed. The damn goat. Shut up, pound cake. Do a goat for us, then. I can't even do him laughing. Yeah, see, he can't. Try it again. That's why you're jealous. Don't do it, but. Shut up, pound cake. Take the buh out at the beginning. Yeah, that's pretty close. That might be his best best animal noise so far. Better than his horse? I think so. You're sure better than his horse. Let's hear the new one. <laughs> Sounds very similar to his goat. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do a new game here on the show called Go- Goat or Horse. And we're just going to have Pound Cake make a noise, and then you decide if you... It's a goat or a horse? Know what it is. That's mm-hmm. right. Goat or horse. By the way, congratulations to people who are keeping track of these kinds of things. Yesterday was the 34th anniversary. 34th? 44th? 34th, I think. 40, uh, Balloon Fest? Yeah. 86, right? 86. There's no way to know how many years past that was. 34 years ago when uh, Cleveland went, uh, well, <laughs> in the mid-80s, what constituted as going viral, um, news stations around the country and the world showing the immediate aftermath of Cleveland, Ohio, releasing a million and a half balloons in an attempt to break a Guinness World Record. Nothing ever comes out of, uh, good ever comes out of trying to break a Guinness World Record. Because even if you get that World Record, who cares? A guy could break it the next week. I mean, not a 1.5 million balloon release, but, you know, some people don't, uh, they don't aim that high. Supposed to benefit the United Way of Cleveland, of course. Uh, the record at the time had been held by Disneyland. 
And so the city of Cleveland goes, hey, we got to find a way to get people paying attention to Cleveland. And uh, we got to rebrand Cleveland as cool. And what better way than to release a million and a half balloons? Where did it go? Cleveland had cleaned up tremendously by 1986 and wanted to change their image. And what a great way to do it after cleaning up than releasing things that would eventually fall to the ground. And also kill people. And yeah. kill people. Sucked into, like, you know, plane Plane engines, engines and all kinds of things. I think there was a, a boat or something that got overturned and killed somebody. From sure. a balloon? Because they, their GPS got... I don't know exactly how it happened, but yeah. From a balloon. <laughs> things things went wrong. Oh, maybe it's a helicopter crash. Ladies and gentlemen, live from downtown Cleveland, it's Big Chuck and Little John in front of the biggest happening around. Okay, thank you, John. And we have a, a real story to tell you. This is not... We're not making this up. It's really happened. Mary Ellen bought two bunches of balloons to give to John and I here. She came down. My favorite part of this, by the way, if you've never seen the video called The Doomed Cleveland Balloon Fest of 1986, spoiler alert, my favorite part of this is uh, seeing Big Chuck and Little John as younger men. Oh, yeah. Because when they've been in here over the years, obviously, they are the age they are now. Uh, John probably looks exactly the same, right? John looks great. Yeah, John looks really good. Big Chuck is, uh, he's an elderly man. Yeah. Well, you know, squat don't crack. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, that just says younger guys in this. Was it thirty-four years younger, Marys? Was that thirty-four years? Math worked out for that. And one of the bunches of balloons she had tied to her watch, and the watch opened up, and uh, the balloons took the watch, and it's now. So just so I'm clear, because we have discussed this over the years, never in great detail, but as I'm endlessly fascinated by this, people were holding balloons as well, or it was incumbent upon the city to release this giant. A raft of balloons. I still don't know how they got all those balloons in the thing. Well, I was four, so I remember it pretty well. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Were you dressing yourself by then, by any chance? Okay. Mostly in balloon, uh, (laughs) balloon discarded balloons (laughs) that we found around the city. Mm -hmm. Uh, My parents were trying to save a little money. They were trying to make the move to Medina or to Strongsville at the time. And so they said, "Yeah, we're gonna not buy you any clothes. So you're just gonna have to fashion something out of these discarded balloons that you know laying all over the city." And uh, yeah, I believe it was a big net, mm-hmm. and then they that like people. There was a team of people releasing the net, but then I think other people had their own balloons too to play along. And I think this is a prime example of what United Way is trying to do in terms of saying, "It's Cleveland, it's your time. It's time to say yes. It's time to say it is a happening city. We are on the move. It's no longer the butt of jokes or anything. I've been in this city <laughs> now for six months, and I absolutely love it. You know, my wife and I have even talked about moving here, and our friends in L.A. think we're nuts." But it is a wonderful place. If I had, I don't know who this guy is, but um, I got to tell you, I can't <laughs> he moved the next day. Uh, it is hard for me to fathom, though, how because I can't imagine anything like this would, even if this had gone off perfectly, I can't imagine that anything like this would anyone would try to replicate it. No, it wouldn't. It strikes me as very strange that nobody thought that this would go south. Just releasing a mass that large. <laughs> yeah. Balloons don't go straight up into the air. I mean, you know, winds and things. And they had pushed up the release of these because there was a storm supposedly coming in. And so they pushed it up to just before 2 in the afternoon. It's a pretty wild sight when they do release all the balloons. Like, yeah. That's very cool. But then 
the aftermath is pretty terrible too. But uh, this is nothing compared. I like the softball toss that they did off the Terminal Tower. Someone had to catch it or something. Well, it was it was the owner of the Cavs at the time went up to the Terminal Tower, couldn't see over the side, and it was just chucking softballs. And they had no radio communication between them, and uh, it hit like People a car. People had to have died. And a lady got hit, and I think it broke her jaw or something. Oh my God. And then like, but they kept going, and like. Like, people, like, stuff was getting destroyed, and there's still a guy like going out there, like, he caught one. He's like, hey, I win! <laughs> what do you win? Yeah, he won, like, $10,000 or something. Bragging rights. Yeah. A new car, hopefully. Yeah. It was fantastic. Five, four, three, two, one. Here we go. Hey, lift off. Amazing. <laughs> and the fan is up. There it go, John. The Guinness Book. I wonder... How many local meteorologists were telling the, the organizers, this Please is not do a good this. idea, right. do not do this, because these aren't just going to go straight up in the air. The cold front came through, and that just kept the balloons down, obviously. So they went down while still inflated. You would have thought that they would have, they must have ignored a lot of people who were uh, scientific it's in balloons nature. Balloons on the highways they and just in front. A record has just been broken in Cleveland. How scary would that be? I love it because it just looks like orange toxic gas is creeping through the city. <laughs> but it like, looks like, the, like there was a supervillain in town. That's yes. what I'm saying. Imagine driving down the highway and you're just like, um, what is that? <laughs> oh, plenty of people did. It's well, like Independence Day. I, I don't imagine, though, that there were people in the city who were unaware this was going Some to happen. Some people probably just were going to work that day, like minding their business. They don't want anything to do with no damn balloons. <laughs> Uh, outcome world record for si- simultaneous release of balloons. So they got the world record. That's yeah. nice. Uh, Does it still stand? I believe so. Okay. <laughs> no one's stupid enough to do it. That's two. Uh, non-fatal injuries. Multiple horses. Yeah. <laughs> Spooked the horses. Yeah. Uh, property damage. Multiple traffic collisions. And two lawsuits. Only two. Only two. Wow. For two forty-year-old Cleveland men, Skip Sullivan and Raymond Broderick. They went out fishing about an hour before last night's heavy storm blew through. This is their boat, a pair of life jackets still in it, along with a hat and a fishing pole. The boat's motor is gone. So talk about uh, giving yourself whiplash if you're the local news, where the one day you're talking about doing coverage for this, and the next day you're talking about all the things that went wrong with this. Still looking for two fishermen. (laughs) Sides are battered, apparently, from pounding all night against this section of the break wall off Edgewater Park. That's where the Coast Guard found the boat about 8.30 this morning. Ironically, that big balloon launch in Cleveland today is one of the things that's making this search so tough for the Coast Guard. (laughs) Can you imagine trying to find somebody floating out here or even spotting a life jacket with all these balloons on the water? Oh, boy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so 34 years ago yesterday was uh, Cleveland Balloon Fest 86. Fantastic. Coast Guard eventually had to suspend their search for those two men. Their bodies washed ashore shortly thereafter. The wife of one of the women would later sue the United Way and Balloon Fest organizers for $3.2 million. Did she get it? They settled out of court. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it was all in dimes. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, the publication, Guinness Book of World Records, by the way, retired this category because of this. Yeah. <laughs> So that's why. Maybe that was the plan all along. 
Yeah, we're going to be the biggest and the last. That's right. Yeah, and you keep it. And no one can break it. Because it doesn't exist anymore. Right. <laughs> you can still have a dog popping uh, little balloons, uh, you know, in 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's one of those dumb records they got in there. But just not this. So congratulations, Cleveland, that they said at the time, no more mistake on the lake. It's a brand new Cleveland, and it has held that way ever since. So congratulations. Nobody makes jokes about us anymore. That's right. Thanks to that one you day. You can stuff it. Our phone operators are standing by with their thumbs up their asses waiting for you to call. So call. Call the Alan Cox Show. 216-578-1007 or 1-800-348-1007. You text me if you want. 35192. AlanCoxShow.com. For anything else, you can watch the show there. We've got the this week's Instagram hotties for you. The latest pound take is up there for you as well. It's a new one of those that will drop on Thursday. Have you gotten any further feedback on the latest page? Is your first stab at uh, at um, prose, the fiction? I was gonna say yeah, fiction. Um, yeah, people they're they're just like don't let people get you down. <laughs> just keep going at it. They were they like who are the people that are? What do they mean? Just don't people let on, people on Twitter and then there were people oh, trolling I see. me. I, how are they trolling you? Just because it might, friends, or whatever whatever I said. My poor grammar within the last sentence of the story. Well, yeah, except that th- those kinds of things are entirely avoidable. I know. That's why they're giving you a hard time. <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah. But mistakes happen. Don't the same that? ones keep happening. Different words. <laughs> but the same mistake well, is that you're not reading it closely enough. Clearly. And that doesn't bother you? It does, but what why does do? it keep it? What the damn, What can I do, Alan? What can I do? I just keep making There's the, no way to fix it. the exact same mistake over and over again. What can I do? What do you mean? What can you do? I'm there sick. are literally programs that will tell you spell check wasn't enough. People are like, listen, spell check. Thank you very much. Okay, but I barely have a grasp on the actual language itself. Could you do something for like sentence structure and mm-hmm. you know diagramming and things like that? So they, gra- along comes Grammarly, right? So they go, finally, ain't going to be any dummies out there anymore, or at least you know they won't. Uh, pro- they won't um, project themselves as dummies. What can I do? Yeah. Well, now I. What have a can question. you do? What can you do? That we have visited early in the pound takes when I offered my help for editing and you told me no because you said he needs to learn how to do it on his own. Because he sends us the copy of it and I was like, oh... The, I think the first or second one, I sent you another version at, where I like reordered it so that it flowed a little bit better. Didn't change any of his words. was just like, hey, what about this? Is that okay? No. Just, okay. Again, I, I, these are the simplest things I that know. he can do. Might friends, I know. You know it's not might friends. That means you didn't read it. You didn't read it. You go, I, I don't read it. You did not. You probably feel silly. There's no way you double and triple read these and then send them into the world with might friends. You just don't. He's just excited. He's got these great pieces. He wants the world to see them. I understand being so excited. excited. He's got to send it off. I check texts two and three times before I send them yeah, to people. You check texts. Okay, say, fine. But at least people, people know what I'm saying. They know I'm not, they're not going to call me stupid. They might. Your might friends might know. Listen, you do you. You know? I'm just saying that those are things that are easily, when you go, what can I do? No, I understand <gasps> what I can do to prevent that, but once I don't out, think I don't think you do. But I, I do. But then why don't you? 
Well, I don't, I'm not planning on making a mistake. But no, like, one, that's <laughs> what mistakes are. But what I'm saying is, it's already out there now. All I can do is do better next time. Let me ask you. You I can't say, you that say this every time. But I can't guarantee this, they won't be this is up. why. But this is why it's frustrating. Because you say the same thing every time. And that means that you're taking no, uh, no action to... But that's not true. What did you do this time but to not, avoid that? But not every pound take is like that. Not every pound take is... Is no, but each one has written. grammatical and spelling errors. That's what we're talking about. Grammar and spelling. Two things. Not every I, single one. Bill? Uh, I mean, I mean, there might have been one that snuck past. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> but, I well, feel like there's a few that have snuck all, past that have been okay. All but. I'm saying is after the first one, I think you'd go, well, I don't want that to happen again. I don't want if you're if you are putting yourself into these, which you are, you're speaking from the heart and the mind and whatever. I would think that you would look them over because this isn't for me. It's for you. I don't need pound takes on the website. I thought, well, here's something you could do to kind of give you a little bit of a creative outlet on the website. Bill does the video. I don't know what Mary does. And, you know, pound cake, you, you can do the pound takes. I thought it'd be like a fun thing for you to do. I don't need them. So, it's for you, and something that the audience can enjoy, kind of a different perspective from you. So I would think that you would care about what you are putting. The website has my name on it, but I would I would think that you would want, really, it all to be, like, sewn up, man. Yeah, well, I do. So, all I can do now is prepare for the next one. So how is that different than the ones past? I, I don't know. I some I look through these and sometimes I don't I, think you do. Tell me the truth. Be honest. I am being tr- truthful. You're I'm telling tr- me that you read these two and three times and those still get through. What will get through is sometimes when I read them through, I'm making corrections or like I might put a sentence there that wasn't there before and that I'm like, it's just a sentence. I don't need to read the whole thing over again. But I do read these two or three times. I put them through Grammarly. Sometimes Grammarly unless you have like the premium, it doesn't fix your sentence structure. Maybe it's it, time it, to opt for the premium. Maybe it is. What I'm saying, though, but, is if you if you know that Grammarly is not infallible, you would go through it again. But even if it doesn't correct everything, it still will have other things. If, if you don't have the, the the paid version, it'll say, like, there's errors still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I you know. just gotta, that means you got to look through them out. Yes. And, and try and find those errors. Okay. So if you if we copy this right now into Grammarly, will it show that error? The might friends? Yeah. It's not a grammatical error. <laughs> but it Technically, doesn't make sense. it doesn't have to make sense. It's not looking for not it saying, to flow. I'm not that, even, so Grammarly's not going to catch but it's it. Not even say, I'm not even saying it's a grammatical error, because you're right. You can make a case that this is not, you know, the Grammarly might think that you misspelled mighty. Yeah, something. Mighty friends, Mighty right? Friends, right. <laughs> it might think you misspelled mighty. Something might show up. All I'm saying, that, though, as as a college graduate, you would be able to read that and see where the problems were. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well then I... So if I, you're I, telling me that you read them two and three times and still don't get those, catch those, I don't know what to do with that. Okay, well, yeah, I did You're either not telling me the truth or... You read them so quickly that you just miss things in each one of these. Because these are not long. You don't have to edit a 100-page novella, right? They're like three paragraphs. You do them the night before they post, 
So it's not like you're pouring over these for a week. That's fine. Whatever your process is. I'm just saying, you're not going to convince me that you're reading them two and three times and still not catching these things. Well, then, yeah, it's probably not as thorough. But, yeah, I I do reread them. I mean, it's your work. So I would think you'd want your work to be buttoned up. I do. Not enough is what I'm saying. Not enough. Something that might help is starting a first draft like on Monday or Tuesday. Even if it's not anything like fully fleshed out, you you do it Tuesday night and then you leave it alone and you come back to it Wednesday, read it, you can kind of make some corrections and then like get it ready to post on Thursday. That way it's not all done in one sitting and pushed out and ready to go. You can kind of let it sit with you for a little bit. I'd start writing him in German, then he can't say anything <laughs> to you. He doesn't speak German. That is true. That is true. The new Paltex there, it's called My Struggle. <laughs> anyway, listen, man, it's your thing, you know? It's not for me, it's for you. And so I figured that maybe, you know, you'd want to double and triple check them. If you say that you're doing that, I will believe you. Yeah, I, I just probably don't do it thorough enough. I should probably read them back to front and front to back. But yeah, And out loud. Uh, Especially it's in the last line of the piece. It's not like you could... I could see where, like, if it were in the middle, you might go, well, I read it too quickly, I just missed it. It's in the last sentence. I think I was probably too excited to get done because it, it was late and I was like... See, that's what it is. He's racing He's racing to get it done. That's a, that's, that's a time management issue. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you just do, like, one quick... And it, do, it doesn't have to be structured properly. Just sit down Monday and just type what you think you want to do and then kind of go back and... And, and if you do it like that... 15 minutes a day instead of, like, an hour or two at one time. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not expecting you to be Stephen King. Like, this is yeah. you. It's your voice. You write it however. But that's like, this is like a ground-level thing where you go, oh, that's the wrong word. That's... I say lean into it, make more <laughs> mistakes, and then... Just start throwing semicolons to, in yeah. everywhere. <laughs> and just uh, make that the thing. Part of the pound take is taking back the language for yourself. Let me ask you this. Are you are you talk to texting these? No. I, I do then how, th- then, But then how did might friends come up? How is might friends a thing? I don't know. Because you wouldn't type M-I-G-H-T friends. I you don't You would know. type M-Y friends. So how did it get to might? I don't know. I, I'm you doing have it on, no idea. No, I'm doing it on my laptop, so there's no talk to text on my laptop. My laptop's like so you years t- old. So you... Do you think it's Might Friends? No. So you typed M-I-G-H-T-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. I'm, I'm thinking it was probably the last sentence I changed something. It was a different sentence. I probably just, oh, I'll just make an edit here, put a few words but in But that there. doesn't explain why Might stayed. I'm, I'm, genu- I'm genuinely fascinated by this because I don't know how you got there. I don't know how I got there either. I'm thinking that it was another sentence entirely and I just changed a few words in it and might stayed. I don't know. I don't remember what the last sentence was because I did make alterations. So that word probably just slipped in there from another sentence that I had. That was the last I sentence. I see what you mean. That it wasn't originally even next to friends. No. I see. It, well, it that makes say, like, That makes sense to me at least. And that... Um, I don't know. No, it, but I didn't. that might be how a circuit queen, like it could have been something. The like whole that. circuit queen thing was not my original pound take. I had changed it. I started writing one Tuesday night, and I didn't like it. I didn't think it was good, and I was like, "Well, damn, it's about to be Thursday, and I can't just, I just erased the whole thing and started over again." So honestly, it was kind of like on a whim. I was like, "I'll try this out," because it was fiction. It was my first stab at fiction, and I slaughtered it. Um. 
But I didn't like the first, I didn't like my actual draft, what the Ponte was actually supposed to be. Which right. was what? I don't even remember what it was now because I blocked it out of my memory. But I had started it on Tuesday and I didn't like it. So. All right. I just, I like to, I like to peer into the process. That's all. I like to see how you, I know how I do things. That's not for everybody. Um, I, so I, I like to, I like to see what your process is. Yeah, well, it's a bad process. <laughs> I mean, what can I do? He goes, what can I do? There's words misspelled. What can I do? <laughs> I mean, is it me? I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe well, it's me. Well, it's, it is somewhat you because you don't let us fix it. <laughs> you want him to do it on his own. I do want him to do it on his so own. Bill He's a college I, graduate. Bill He's a college I, graduate. Going in and editing it would alleviate all of your frustration that you're having. Well, I, listen, it's not keeping me up at no, night. No, I know. It's just I that know. when we talk I about think it, it is. when we talk about it, um, I, I dig in a little bit because I like to know how it comes about. But, but you ask me what my process is, and I tell you, and then you're like, but I don't understand that. You don't take what I'm telling you for an answer. I read it. I miss things, and that's how it ends up in there. I, like, I'm telling you my process. <laughs> the process is he's not careful. <laughs> His process is negligent. Right, just me. The, the, reason, the reason that I ask you what your process is is because we're trying to suss out solutions to your process. And, and I was, not just not like, there it guy. is. There it is. Take it and leave it. No, I mean, you, you it's, know. Not, it's not. I would, I would totally go back and change it. But yeah, there are. But uh, why don't you? But I, I, I missed it. But th- that's what I'm saying. How like, did you miss it? I don't know. Because he wasn't careful. <laughs> he doesn't that's what I'm trying to tell you. His process right. is not being careful. Okay. But I rewrote I rewrote the whole thing that I had originally, and there was some other... The story just... It was messed up. Okay. And I didn't want to say anything, because obviously I didn't want to make it seem like I was being negligent, but clearly I was. So it didn't matter anyways. It probably should have just said something. Again, these are for you. They're not for me. I don't need them. But I like they're doing them. F- I, and I like you doing them. I'm just saying that, like, if they're not there, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, these are this is something where I was like, oh, let's some pound cake and do. He can spread his wings, right? Uh, another way to uh, well, it's missing a couple of feathers. Another way to assert yourself creatively. Yeah, well, this week should be better. Should be. <laughs> <laughs> That's another part of his process. He sets the bar low so that when he does things right, you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Is this week another fiction, or do you not know? I'm not doing fiction right now. Or maybe I will. I don't know what I'm going to write about yet. This whole thing's fiction. I don't get it. <laughs> All right, well. Okay. All eyes on Cleveland, Ohio, tomorrow night for the Cleveland Indians and the presidential campaign election 2020. The debates live from Cleveland. The New York Yankees will be in town. And another New York Yankee by the name of Donald J. Trump will be at uh, Case Western University to face off against one Joe Biden for the first of three planned presidential debates. The whole country will be looking at Cleveland, Ohio, and not a balloon in the air. I was on the highway the, uh, yesterday, and I saw all the military vehicles. I don't know if they were all Hummers, but they they had the little... 
things on the back. Well, yeah, and the, mm-hmm. all the network satellite trucks are already they, over there. They're all in formation, though. It was kind of set up. It was kind of cool yet scary to see because I've never been on the highway next to military vehicles, and they do not care about yielding or merging or whatever. Like whatever speed they're going, they're all going the exact same speed. You can either cross them or stay behind them, but you're not going to break their formation. I'm always curious to see how they, um, what shots they take of Cleveland. Obviously, it's downtown or whatever. But, you know, they'll do, like, sweeping B-roll mm-hmm. over the city, uh, kind of over the lake and then the Terminal yeah. Tower and, you know, how, I, the stadiums. Curious, curious like how that, they're going to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll start at 9 o'clock tomorrow night. That will be a 90-minute debate. Chris Wallace is going to be moderating over at uh, Case Western. Um, I read that uh, people aren't going to be there, but then I read that they might have a few people in the audience. I don't know how that's going to work. Obviously, they're not going to. I was uh, thinking one small way in which they're probably both happy about coronavirus is because, you know, you'd normally go to center stage and shake hands. They're not going to do that for obvious reasons. But this would be a really, really contentious year to have to go out and shake a guy's hand. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump doesn't want to shake disgusting people. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shake these disgusting people's hands anyway. He's talking about his supporters, of course. But, I mean, in a year like this, they don't have to go out and pretend to be pals or whatever. They have to shake hands. They don't have to elbow bump. They don't have to touch tips. Nothing. Are they going to bow? <laughs> They're going to bow. Maybe they will. I don't know. You could kick high foot. A high foot kick. Instead of, what was that, like a high five? Oh, a high foot. I'm really thinking about getting a cane just to carry around with me to just push people so they're six feet away from me. Like a hurricane? Or it's got them little <laughs> yeah, legs on the bottom? Just, just a regular, like a, a wooden cane. I see. And Whittle just, it. Yeah, just so then I, I go, hey, stay this far away. You think they'll visit any Cleveland restaurants while they're here? No. They'll parachute in and parachute out. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't really parachute out. Bill. Leave it to me, all right? Um, hey, Rob, taking an artistic license over here, like Pound Cake does. Uh, what's well, going on, Rob? You know, how, you know how Pound Cake is missing a lot of stuff when he reads it? Your mind will autocorrect. It's the same thing that's used in illusions and stuff, and I'm thinking that he's just reading it so fast and not reading it slowly out loud that his mind is doing an autocorrect, so he's not seeing reading the words. That are actually there, but what he thinks he wants there. No, See, his listen. mind is so advanced, Alan, that his mind is correcting as he reads it. So you don't have to make it right when your mind is that advanced. I get it. Yeah. Again, there are a million reasons you could come up with, but the fix is still simple. There are a lot of problems that have complex solutions. This is not one of them. It's just read it over. Until everything looks, where, everything is where you want it to be. But to him, it looks like it's where he wants it to be because that can't of his be true. Amazing brain that fixes all the problems. Well, in his brain. okay. In well, his mind, then what I'll, he sees. I'll, thank you, Rob. The, uh, then I'm the dummy, and uh, continue as you are. Why don't? You, why doesn't your brain fix the problems? Why don't? Why do? Why do you see problems when you read that and not the way it's supposed to be? That's what you should be asking yourself. Why do I see problems? Yes. Why is your mind shut into a, a perfect grammar box, Alan? Why can't I mean, you I'm, open I'm, your mind? I'm using the same words that everybody else is using in the same order right. and but syntax he, and stuff. When Pound Cake reads it, his mind is so powerful that it corrects it 
when he reads it, so he doesn't have to get it just right. Well, which is it? Because he just told me that he just <laughs> missed a word that was in an earlier draft. I, so he which doesn't is even it? understand how powerful his mind is. That's I what we're see. finding out. Is that what you want to go with, Cody? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's on your side there. I know. You're, you're fighting a losing battle over there, I know. Bill. I know. It's, I mean, it's sweet. It's very nice of you. Let's have a look at Alan. As you can see, he's very proud of his rounder head. Flatter nose. Nice cleft on the chin. And my favorite, hair color, non-shaved. The Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. Three five one nine two to text me. Alan Bill's not spell checking either. What? Bill's got a lot on his plate. Well, you told us not to, unless they mean I... like Bill's posting it without spell checking. Well, I'm if not supposed to. They're trying to come at you. What? What? what no, Instagram I... hotties. There's a. Oh. Uh, did I have a typo there? Well, yeah, I don't. Sp- I, I just put that up. Instagram. What did I say? <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Uh, comedian from the Cleveland Air, R A R. He just left the A O. That lives in L A. Area. Area. Okay. I hoped you meant Areola, but I um, did actually. I assume that the, that's probably not what it is. She's from the puffy part of Cleveland. Where's the Areola? Puffy part of Cleveland. Areola. Because I'll tell you what, I live in the West Side. Uh, well, got to the East Side yesterday. Is it farther south? Which part of Cleveland would be the areola? Where's the puffy part of Cleveland? Mm, Parma Heights? Areola. There's a lot of pierogies there. Those are puffy. Puffy. Man, I want pierogies now. You do? I want pizza. I want pierogies. I want ice cream. What's going on with you? You getting your period? Not pregnant. Pregnant. Oh, did he get it in the butt this weekend? Stop it! No! (laughs) (laughs) No. We did not do that. She said that that wasn't on the menu, Bill. Well, right. I don't know. Not on the menu. Okay. Boom, fixed it. And like a gentleman, he probably hasn't asked for it either. Brought it up. We were at his friend's house watching the Browns game, and his friend brought <laughs> He's it up. He's like, speaking of Browns. <laughs> his friend was like, so where'd you guys land on that thing you were talking about on air? I was like, stop. <laughs> where'd you land? But, uh, I'll tell you where he didn't land. Brian had no idea. He was like, what were you talking about? I was like, nothing. We were saying nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. We were discussing the finer points of critical race theory. Right. Nothing at all. We've landed in a very, very good place. Very good place. Um, your Cleveland Indians tomorrow night will start up against the New York Yankees for Game One uh, in the Wild Card Series, seven o'clock here on WMMS. Sandy Alomar going to be filling in uh, for Tito, who is still recovering from surgery or something, and he's unable to physically skipper the tribe. So Sandy Alomar is going to run the club for the postseason run. Tito had uh, surgery over a month ago. And so he's still recovering from that. Uh, Indians, of course, grabbed home field advantage. Boy, they got uh, shut out by the Pirates over the weekend. Uh, One game, yeah. uh, Well, yeah, one game. They didn't get any runs against the worst team in baseball. It's like they say, any given Saturday, boy. Any given Saturday. You never know. 
You never do know. Uh, also, tomorrow night we'll begin the one series in Alan Cockshow Fantasy Playoff Baseball, which is uh, my Toronto Blue Jays against Bill's Tampa Bay Rays. So, Rays, Jays, tomorrow night, somewhere. You can call me Ray. You can call me Jay. <laughs> but uh, Indians, Yankees, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Uh, your pregame will begin mere minutes after we scoot out of here. And you still have a couple of days left, too, if you want to get yourself some last-minute gear from CLE Clothing Company. You can still use the word OPE, O-P-E, for 20% off whatever you want to get there. You want to get an OPE shirt? They'll have that. Uh, some uh, retro MMS gear. That I think they have brand-new buzzard shirts now, too. Mm-hmm. Another run of those. It's a crowd pleaser. huh? Same design, but just they have new, they restock. They sell out yep. so quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's there. Um, so tomorrow night, 7 o'clock here on uh, WMMS. And the iHeartRadio app, by the way. You'll be able to listen to those uh, games on the app. So if you listen to this show on the app, you won't have to do any switching over. If you listen from out of state, tell me where. Victor is a bureau chief of ours in Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, Dustin lives in Columbia, South Carolina. Charlie is in Olympia Heights, Florida. And Amy listens in Captain Cook, Hawaii. So, uh, thanks, gang. Alan Batman parachuted out in the dark night. I know. Listen. Bill's That's not a parachute. No, it's a hook. I know. He didn't parachute. Uh, listen, Bill, please. Listen, you don't really um, know anything about comic book movies, so we'd appreciate it if you just... <laughs> but it's not a parachute. Why don't you it's just stay in your lane? But I'm telling you how it happened. Okay. It was a hook. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. That's fine. Yeah. He got, like, pulled out, but it wasn't a parachute. Yeah, anyway, uh, so the uh, CDC has released their latest guidelines for Halloween. There are a lot of cities, I think, that are preemptively saying we're going to cancel Halloween. Uh, There are some other places that are saying we're not going to cancel Halloween. Uh, Florida comes to mind, um, but they do have their uh, guidelines out there. They're also asking some people if they're going to wear a mask under their mask. Hmm, double mask. (laughs) I don't know how likely that is. Uh, it's hard enough to get some people to put wear one. Nobody cared who I wasn't who I put on this mask over my other mask. There you go. He did it. Yeah, Bane. You see that guy in Jeopardy who answered the Bane question? I saw the headline, did not click on it. Yeah. But I'm sure it was fascinating. I'm sure it was uh, amazing. I've probably got it for you here somewhere. I like to leave some things to hear live on the show. I figured that's one Genuine of Genuine reaction. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you what, you want a genuine reaction on that one. This is going to be the most genuine reaction you ever got. I'm coming with some genuine reactions right now. Nothing I hate worse than a disingenuous reaction, you know, uh, from a Jeopardy clip. It's going to come so genuine, you're going to be like, you're going to feel it through the speakers. Yeah. What is your genuine reaction to me not actually having the clip? Because I thought I did, uh, but I don't have the clip. Oh, no. Is that okay? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I was so excited to hear this clip. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, oh. I've got it for you. Oh, whoa! Oh, I whoa! Sold, I sold Rollercoaster my, of emotions. <laughs> I sold myself a little bit short. Mm. Ups and downs. Here. Movie for eight. Masked villain in The Dark Knight Rises. Craig, it was Bane. <laughs> You didn't have to act it out. I wanted to, though. But I appreciate it. You didn't have to act it out. You got 
goddamn nerd. That's you did delightful. I really enjoyed that. That's I thought he was going to cover his mouth. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to burn. Burn. You can't really hear the accent by him saying one word. Whoever's doing Bane, though, on the Harley Quinn cartoon on HBO Max is very funny. It's because all like the, comedians and stuff. Is it? Yeah. Because the voice is good, but then the writing on that thing is, is unbelievable. It's just so funny it's and quick and show. yeah, R-rated cartoon. Yeah. Who is Bane? So um, yeah, they're releasing. You, you know, take it for what you want. They're, um the waters have been met, muddied so much that nobody knows what the hell's going on anymore. But they're encouraging people to engage in low-risk Halloween activities rather than high-risk Halloween activities. James Adomian, we've had him on the show. Okay. He does Bane on the yeah. Harley Quinn? Okay, good for him. He's Bernie, I think. Yeah, he does Bernie. Bernie and Trump, does, yeah. He does uh, a Penguin Goon, so he's, but main, his main character is Bane. Is Bane, okay, on the cartoon. Andrew Daly's on there. You got J.B. Smoove. Yeah, J.B. Smoove is Jason the plant. Alexander. Is Poison Ivy's plant. Yeah. So, if you're looking for low-risk Halloween activities, that's what they suggest for you, so as not to expose yourself. Watch the cartoon? Needlessly. Uh, maybe a Halloween movie night. Hey! That should be a zero-risk idea, by the way. That's not a low-risk Halloween activity. That is a zero-risk Halloween Depends activity. how you watch movies. Or you're in your house people? watching... Well, not, it says, have a Halloween movie night with people you live with. That is a zero-risk idea. <laughs> Um, moderate risk events, goodie bags on the front step, high risk activities should be avoided. Going to haunted houses, going on hay rides. I, That's how that one girl got gonorrhea. Was on a tractor. I opted out of the hay ride yesterday. I was gonna go on the hay ride, but I'm like, nope, gonna be too close to people on the hay ride. So they're still doing them. Yeah. Wow. You know. You know far people. I was gonna say business. that's probably a crowd that ain't too worried about that. Mm-hmm. Only it's all a hoax. Okay. No, most people are wearing masks. I think I only well, saw you have like one, to now, but I mean, one older couple not wearing a mask. Yeah. But everybody else is wearing masks. Not Florida. Well, Florida, they released all their re- restrictions. They're just like, hey, go do what oh, you got to do. Said, they go say go do what you want to yes, do. It's God's waiting room. They're like, eh, everyone's got like maybe five years max here anyways. With hurricanes. Yeah, except the group getting hit the hardest now is young people. Well, good. Good, he says. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. For reasons none of us can ascertain. Not whatever. said good. Whatever. Nope. Let it go. <laughs> I'm not concerning myself with it. Just vote. Well, Halloween, uh, obviously in conjunction too, since it is Hispanic Heritage Month, also runs in conjunction with Dia de los Muertos. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. And for a lot of people, they'll be taking that very, very literally this year. So, listen, if you, uh, maybe it's been uh, in years past, it's been tradition of yours. To do that hayride. And maybe nothing will come of it. Who knows? That's a lot of goodie bags. And are you just going to put one piece of candy in each goodie bag? Yes. Because <laughs> like, when you put the bowl out, you say, please only take one. Those are goodie bags. If you want a Grady bag, that's got more than one piece of candy. Yeah. Goodie bags, you've already set the bar pretty low. What type of bag? Just old blue, like, uh, grocery bags that you have laying around? the dog poop bags. Dog Bill, poop bags. Is, is this and your... you fill them with Goody brand uh, hairbrushes and combs. Okay. And there, there yeah, lies your... Yeah, hair ties? Yeah. Who For wouldn't... the four-year-olds doing their own hair? <laughs> who wouldn't love that? Hey, did you get uh, any baby Ruths or anything? No, no, no. I got hair ties in a variety of colors. Great. 
What are you saying, Packy? Is this your first Halloween in your condo? Yes. Okay. Do they trick or treat in your condo? Well, I lived with Grandma for two Halloweens, and I don't think trick so. Trick or treat! Get out of here! Well, you said it's all old people. Yeah, it's all old. There's yeah, like six kids in the whole building. Wouldn't that be great if oh, I wish that two old people in your building would be uh, the Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy and go up and down with their oxygen tanks? <laughs> Mermaid like Man and Barnacle Boy. Listen, I could probably just find... People that are pretty close to it already. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They already look like that, and yeah. then they just nail the costume. <laughs> I'm like, come in my apartment, pick whatever asset you want. You can have it. It's yours. The curtains. <laughs> whatever <take them>. asset. <laughs> <laughs> my Yankee Candle collection, all yours. Collection. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Have whatever you want, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Man, I've got a panoply of assets here mm-hmm. from which to choose. How do you feel about Kerplunk? Yeah. First edition. Yep. <laughs> First edition of Kerplunk. Yeah, so anyway. What was other high-risk activities? What are high-risk activities? Bobbing uh, for apples. Door-to-door trick-or-treating. Indoor costume parties. Um, they said having trick-or-treat where some people are going to be doing the thing where, like, their cars were lined up, and kids would trick or treat from the trunk of the, the trunk car. Trunk or treat, yes. Is that what's called trunk or treat? Yes, that makes sense. They said that's probably not a good idea to do that, but um, they also say take into account if it's spiking where you live. Mm-hmm. It's not spiking everywhere. Yeah, you know, Ohio is not one of the states where it's spiking right now. By the way, they and there are a lot of them where it is. So maybe we're not yet, but there are 19 states where it's surging again. Is that from schools? From, like, colleges and stuff? Maybe. It's probably a bunch of things. Yeah. That can't help. Um, But Ohio is not one of those states. There are a number of states that are staying steady uh, that you could count on one hand the ones where they're going down. Uh, But about 19 states... I'm sorry, 21 states where they're getting another uh, surge. Ohio is not among them. So whatever Ohio's doing... For now, we're doing okay, I guess. I mean, better than some others. And Coronavirus comes out at night, and DeWine says, go to bed early. <laughs> so yeah, we're okay. Yeah. Well, is DeWine yeah, up for re-election? Yeah, except they opened the restaurants all back up. Didn't After, they? No. I thought, I thought I just read that he said, as of last week, restaurants can all be open inside now. No, you can, no that's the, been that way, though. That's been like that, but... It's not been just patio dining for a while. The bed, probably uh, at least a month. The, the alcohol thing is what's helping, I think. The to-go. I can't wait to have that. Well, because Cleveland Restaurant Week is still going on. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah you've that, been able to dine inside for, I'd say, call, at least a month. Last call at 10 p.m. is helping. Yeah, but wh- I know you've been able to do that inside, but I thought that I thought I read something that said that they were like, you can have more people inside. Oh, that I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, maybe. Okay. If they, like, change the capacities. It's like I've gone to a couple different places, and... Try, obviously try to sit on the patio as much as I can, but there's some places that are like every other table is blocked off and they're at a minimum capacity, and then there's some where they just you, they just like scooted the tables further away from each other. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the restrictions are, to be honest with you. I don't think they know. Right. <laughs> I don't think they know until they get fined and they're like, oh, we weren't supposed to do that. Dude, Maryland got a year in prison for throwing two huge house parties in March. Nice. Failure to comply with an emergency order. A year. A year in prison. Wow. Probably do two months. But still. He was given a warning. It's not like everybody just, the police just swooped in there and said, okay, you're going to jail. They gave him a warning. It you know, wasn't least- one fatal swoop. <laughs> they gave him warnings. 50 people there the first day, and then two, three days later, he's doing the same thing. And the second day, he's uh, of, of a mind that uh, he's not going to cooperate. 
Uh, he's going to tell people to keep the music playing. These decisions were made for the public good, for people's safety. We've got 200,000 people dead because of the attitudes Allegedly. that Mr. Myers demonstrated that particular day. There you go. Well, now he's going to be in prison. Nothing bad can happen to you there. Mm-mm. You'll be okay. Hope he gets to bring his boombox with him. Hey, you're safe from coronavirus. Get, <laughs> get some <laughs> tunes bumping on Cell Block D. Well, good for him. New order last week that bars and restaurants can be at 100% capacity. That's what I was reading. Oh, 100% capacity. Yeah. Nice. Not even new order the band is at 100% capacity. Ah, uh, listen. Well, you know, things happen. People get other interests. You know, they're not drawn like they used to. Yeah, I know. And frankly, as we go into fall and winter, where every possible model says it's going to get much worse, there couldn't be a better time than to do. But whatever, right? Whatever. Whatever. Is it... Why is it going to get We're so much worse in the in the winter? That because the re- be in their own house, though. But the regular flu will be back around. But well, that won't make and coronavirus that kills just worse. as much as the coronavirus. No, but it will. You'll have more than one thing. I mean, the flu is always around, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just yeah. you know people having to suss out what it is or whatever, being scared. I was a week, ago. and because people will be inside more, that may have something to do with it. It's just going to be that season, you know. Outside, people are running around. That might mitigate something because you've. You're outside, mm-hmm. right? It's kind I don't of fun. know. What you need is one of them uh, HVAC systems like they got over at Hilarities. Mm-hmm. Fresh air coming in, takes that air, gets it out. None of this recirculated yeah, exhausted. No, Yeah, not recirculated. Not long as it doesn't suck out the... air. long as it doesn't suck out the laughs. Nah. Okay, those stay in there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They boom, if you will. Well, because when people are laughing and exhaling, mm-hmm. that's going to get drawn from the room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The sound, though. The sound stays? Mm-hmm. The echoes of the laughter? The HVAC does not work at the speed of sound. Are you sure about that? I think. You're <laughs> because, not actually performing in a vacuum. Because you can hear yourself and <laughs> other right. people? Listen, I just know it's the best HVAC system you can have that nobody else has, like Hilarities, and Nick has talked to me about it every time I've seen him since <laughs> this all started. So well, sure. He's really into it. And I want to press upon people that it's just state-of-the-art. What is the art of air purification systems right now? Well, right now, What is the state of the art? The state of the art is this, what he has, where it's got fresh air coming in. How did he find it? it? I mean, that's just... the exhaust. That's an air purification system. He knows people. He knows people. It's the annual state-of-the-art address. That you watch, that people are like, here's what the state of the art is. And oh, when it comes to it. HVAC systems. Yeah. Don't yes. watch those. Well, not, this is why you're not up on what's going on with HVAC. You Did he show it? you a receipt? It was for takeout food, but he showed him a receipt. No, a receipt for his air purification system. He made me crawl through it like in Die Hard. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Come out to the coast and feel lives. The jokes aren't clever, but hey, at least the delivery sucks. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. One six five seven eight one double zero seven to join us live or eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven three five one nine two. Send me a text. 
Hey, uh, Shannon. Hi, how's it going? Hi, what's up, Shannon? Uh, not a lot. You guys were talking about uh, coronavirus and Halloween this year. Yeah. Uh, my neighbor, she came up with this idea. She has a, a, a son with uh, special needs, and he's in a home. She can't, you know, take care of him. So she has to uh, make sure that she takes all these precautions, whatever. Well, she came up with the idea. She's going to get a piece of PVC piping and decorate it for Halloween, all that other good business, and then sit on her porch. And if trick-or-treaters come by, in order to keep the six-foot distance, she's going to slide the little piece of candy down the PVC piping. That way, nobody has to get close to one another, touch anything unnecessary, or anything like that, and I just thought that was, you know, a pretty awesome idea, actually. I like it. I think you yeah. take it to the next level, and then you put a little igniter in there, fill it with hairspray, and make a little <laughs> potato gun type candy dispenser. There you go. Well, Wait, you, you, you set it on fire? Well, it, it causes a little combustion. I, I don't know exactly I see. what... To propel the yeah. candy towards the kids? Yes, I, I don't think those are all the steps that it takes to create one, but it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Uh, I haven't done a potato gun in a long time. I like that idea. A lady out there uh, laying some pipe for the kids at Halloween. <laughs> Do you unwrap the candy and put it right into the kid's mouth? <laughs> yes, there you go. Uh, necessity is the mother of invention and the mother of that special needs kid. You have two tubes. You get you have one for the parents that you can do shots down. Yes. And then you have one with like candy for the kids. Like yeah. luge. I like that. Yeah. Don't mix them up. Uh-uh. You don't want to go up there uh, trying to get some Jaeger and a fun-sized baby Ruth shows up and then your kid's over there stumbling in the yard. <laughs> Wasty face. That's, that's no good. That's why you go through your kid's bag, right? Right. That's right. I've never found booze. Not once. Not even airplane-sized <laughs> bottles. Okay, thank you, Shannon. All right, thanks, guys. All right, Have take you care. Day. You too. I already know you're a weenie. Uh, I'm not coming down there to beg you for nothing. Uh, I'm not coming down there to beg you for nothing. Can you? Or are I going to resuscitate my rooster paw? To the pool upright and locked position. Well, hey, John Denver? Remember, you know who John Denver was? John Deutschendorfer? Yeah. John Denver? Not even listening to us. Mountain High, Colorado. Munch or something. Uh, it's Tom Hamilton. He oh, was flying an experimental pusher airplane <laughs> over the ocean. He was a thrill seeker. He, he wanted to pay the Russians. Pay the Russians. To go for a ride. I saw you. Do you get a name for this guy? Your mom. I saw you rocket. He was a thrill seeker. He crashed his experimental plane into the ocean. Hey, I say you're a weenie boy. I say you're a weenie boy. You got a problem with me? I'm going to fix your head with a baseball bat. That's a threat, bro. Oh, come on. That was exciting. I think he had Trevisano on in the back, and that tracks based on what that guy was uh, throwing out there. Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm. A 
I think it's just going. There's nothing to do with what we're talking about. Other than you being a weenie butt. You nailed me. Well, he's got thoughts and he needs to share them. How old was John Denver when he died? Probably 40 something. God damn. It's like 25 years ago. I have a question. Do we think that your mama dials our number every time? I think or are we every on number. speed dial? I don't know. I think he just goes through the Rolodex. I feel like we've got to be saved somewhere. He's, he was 53 when he died. Okay. See, that's one of those things where, like, when I hear that as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's pretty old. But then it, with a little, you know, time under my belt, I'm like, oh, that's actually really, really young. Yeah. October 12th, 1997. He was a real good pilot, but he had some, like, plane that was a kit or something. and Experimental plane. Like yeah. this guy was talking about. Multiple blunt force trauma resulting from the crash was the cause of death. So, But before you know, he was always getting pinched for DUIs in cars. So maybe he thought, well, maybe if I get off the ground, nobody will hassle me. No sky DUI. No yeah. sky DUI. It's an FUI. Yeah. Got him a crunchy boy. Are you guys too young to have enjoyed the movie Oh God? Yes. Okay. Same with oh George Burns. Devil? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, you devil was the. I, I always saw it advertised, but never actually watched it because they play it on. I feel like they play that as like the Saturday movie every goddamn week. Gal has a kid. I love that movie. His real name was Henry John Duchendorf Jr. So you oh. can understand why he started going by John Denver. Sold 33 million albums. Got 33 gold and platinum albums. One day. He goes, Why is nobody buying my albums? I'm one of the best selling artists on the planet. And then one day he got a call. I go, Hey, you just sold 33 million. 33 million units. But he was an environmentalist. Uh, he protested censorship in music to Congress. Um, he lived in Aspen most of his life. He was he was from Roswell, New Mexico. But he I mean, this in... song is rife with the C word, so I can understand that. Bill, you son of a bitch! How dare you besmirch the name of Henry John Deutschendorf Jr. <laughs> Deutschendorf. Is that who's helping with the live stream today? Uh, no, that's. Bogo Doofenshmirtz or something. Who's Montague. the guy helping Belch. with the... Uh, oh, Belch Montague yes. is helping Q. today. Q. Montague, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got me all jammed up now. So, uh, yeah, John Denver. He was named the Poet Laureate of the state of Colorado. And Rocky Mountain High is one of its two state songs. That's about Colorado? You thought it was about Sylvester Stallone, didn't you? <laughs> I understand that. I that. getting all... Whacked up on yeah, the, but you um, punch that jazz much, cigarettes. You punch that much beef, that's going to happen. You thought it was about Philadelphia. <gasps> punch <sighs> some beef this weekend. Mary, did you get what he said? Get, he I was get, punching beef this weekend. I think he means sexual intercourse. <laughs> I got in a fight with a cow I was down there at the cornfield. Did you get in a fight with a cow at the cornfield? Did the cow yeah. have to pull you out of the corn maze? No. You didn't get in a fight with a cow. They pulled me away from the cow. Mm. 
All right. Her name was Lisa. She was a handsome woman who took umbrage with his dog not wearing a mask. That's right. (laughs) Did you run into a pound cake goat out there? Damn, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. (laughs) He's all proud of himself. I I need to do something right. You heard his horse, didn't you? That goat is legit. Hey, John. Hello. Hi, John. You know, I'm 98.5% positive I know who that guy is. I call the after hours line. Okay. How? How? What guy? That that, that wasn't an after hours. That was a live call. That was a live call. Oh, I'm 100% positive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you, you got oh, to understand this guy. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying here because I know who it is. Okay. I, I, uh, you know, he, he drinks and that's it. You See? don't say. Come on. Come on. He sounds like a I, teetotaler to me. I know, but, you know, he's he's actually a good guy. And I drink and I've been drinking, but it's, uh. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, John. He's a good drunk because when he calls, I have my finger over the dump button and he's never made me use it once. So now I'm definitely 100 percent sure. So he's a professional. E- yesterday, he's a professional drunk. Yeah, does he text you quite a bit? I don't know. I, I don't see who texts me. I see texts. I don't uh, know where they're coming from. But again, he calls me, and I hear another radio station on in the background. So uh, that's. I'm curious how he lands on me if he's not listening to the show. Well, he lands on you because he hates you, and that's why. And I listen to you guys every day, and I'm very open minded. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's not, it's not all that bad. And I know he's, you know, whatever. But he kind of, uh, he he just doesn't like you, and he he <laughs> just texts into you or calls into you when he gets too drunk. <laughs> Which, according to you, is all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he doesn't like me. Calls in, not to have a conversation, but to just like. Tell you he's going to hit you with a baseball bat. <laughs> go off with like a, he's like a verbal fire hose. Well, I've had this conversation with him. I'm like, you know, that's kind of ridiculous, right? I don't care. Because every time I talk to him, he's drunk. So mm-hmm. I, I don't really understand where he's coming from, I guess. John, can I ask how you know him? Like, is he a friend or a neighbor or something? Or coworker? He's a, he's a friend. Okay. I, I would say a friend. How old of a man is he? He sounds about 32 to me. <laughs> no, oh. I'm I'm 32. He's uh, around 45, 46. Jesus, that's younger than me. 45. That's a lot of road miles on there. Mm-hmm. He's younger than me. It's not older than you. No, I said he's younger than me. If he's 45, oh. I was gonna say I thought you were like almost 50. I am. But you see the point I'm making, John? That guy sounded like he was 90 yeah. calling me. Yeah, and that's the conversation I have. Yeah, he doesn't get it. Oh, I think he gets it. I think he's trolling all of us. I think he's going to outlive all of us. He'll be speaking at our funerals, John. No, listen, I don't. I'm not, okay, thank you, John. No, that's okay. Okay, thank you. There's John in Brunswick. Is John a guy who doesn't like me either? Is he? He does. Oh, he said, I don't want you to hang up on me again. I don't recall hanging up. I don't hang up on people unless they're wasting my time. But I don't think I don't think people realize that when you're done with the conversation, you just let them go, and they, I think they take it as, "Oh, he didn't like what I had to say," and they hang up. 
Yeah, they, sometimes they say goodbye, but... Because mm-hmm. sometimes they, they call back and they're like, well, why did he hang up on me? I was like, well, you said what you had to say, didn't you? Well, yeah. Okay, well, then he was done. Yeah, we're not having coffee here. I got, I got stuff to do. He thought that you would be like, bye, call again. <laughs> okay, like, see you later. So they don't understand how the, t- how the show well, goes. How's so. your mom doing? Oh. Give Cody your address for a thank you letter. <laughs> uh, yeah, when we used to talk to uh, Drunk Mike Jr., it was kind of like that too. He would call, he was obviously he was more intelligible than yo mama. But uh, you know, people will ask me what happened to Honey Jackie from a hundred years no, ago. I, don't her from her I feel like time. that. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. She she started doing the uh, dirty girls dance or whatever. It was Something. Called. Yeah, monster th- ladies. Yeah, monster ladies. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's the monster ladies. All right. Al, maybe it's urban legend, but I heard that they had recovered John Denver's body, San's head. From what? From the water? Yeah, I don't know. I, I did not hear that. They said that blunt force trauma is what killed him. And again, every year since I've known my wife, we play that John Denver Muppets album on Christmas. Oh, that's a great that's album. Like, that's the high that. watermark yeah. for Christmas music is John Denver and the Muppets. There you go. That's like up there with like the Peanuts you know, uh, Christmas Special stuff, yeah. yeah. It's Christmas Charlie Brown. Alan, my friend, is in the Coast Guard. It was on the boat that recovered John Denver's plane wreckage, including his head. Ah. All right. There you go, then. So that implies that it was separate. Include. If he said including, why would you say including your head if it was still attached? Be like, we found his stuff, including his head. Oh, yeah. I you know what I mean? That That seems to imply that it was separate. I saw my friend on Saturday, I did a show, and he showed me a video of a guy that was on a motorcycle that lost his leg, oh. and it was just like the guy like with his leg in the air, but like it was cut off at the knee. It was terrifying. Ugh. So, I mean, yeah, I can't get that out of my head. Yeah, I remember mm. my mom telling me about a motorcycle, cr- when she was a teenager, a motorcycle crash she passed, where the guy's shoes were in a tree. I'm like, boy, imagine hitting so hard, whatever he hit, knock your shoes off. Knock your socks off. Well, he's, he's on the phone again? Why? What, what did you possibly not say the first time that you have to get off your chest now? You made such an amazing point the first time, I thought we were one and done. Little darling, that makes you feel better. Are you really 45? Forty-five? No, I'm almost sixty. But I that sounds I'm right. Your friend is a drunk. Your friend doesn't know how he I he probably got cancer. I don't know how many places already. Well, that's not good. That's awful. Maybe stop drinking. Oh, stop drinking. Hey. What, what are you listening to when you call me? What do you have on in the background? Now, why are you bugging me? You called why are you me. Bugging me. You called me. What do you listen to when you talk to me? What do I listen to? You have something on in the background that is not me, so why do you call oh, me? that's not you. Well, why should I listen to you? <laughs> you know, it never occurred to me that he didn't realize it wasn't me. Oh, well, that was it. He got You're me. You're not the one he He hates. got me. That's right. Stop when I'm talking. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The cool Son of a ghoul. Remember? The cool Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Remember when Paul Lost Jokes were cool? Cool? In the days of black and white? And Ernie Anderson? Gulardi? Yeah, of course. Okay. Ernie Anderson? Ernie Anderson, the love boat, yeah. <laughs> 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 
What? What? Hey, so. So what is your when you call me? What is your name? I'm not telling you. That's uh, confidential. Oh boy, you I can't don't make want... one up for us. Well, he doesn't want me to track him, Bill. He doesn't want me to send oh, up those oh, government oh. spy satellites and track him. Birth I understand. Him. I understand. Oh, oh. Okay, let me tell you the joke. From the days of Ernie Anderson, Gulati. Okay, so these two Paulites were walking through the woods, strolling through the woods with bottles of beer in their hands. And the one Polak turns to the other Polak and he says, Stanislaus, he sees a gang of birds flying over. He said, look, a dead bird. And the other Polak says, wow, Stanislaus, if that was a dead bird, it would probably be on the ground, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, well, that was your future. Uh, there that you was go. My future. Probably your future husband. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't stop drinking. I heard WNIR on in the background. They had a station ID, so he's listening to Bob Golick. Oh, wow. Okay. That's who does afternoons down in Akron at NIR. Is there a chance that he thinks Golick is Goulardi? The, the, maybe this, maybe this guy's just a big Saved by the Bell fan, <laughs> and he's, uh, okay. Bob Golick, wow, I didn't even know that guy was still doing stuff. Um, I worked with him on Tailgate 19 a decade ago. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, uh, th- there's that guy who, who calls and Pound Cake puts Yo Mama up on the screen, and I know that it's that guy. Uh, and frankly, that's okay. You know what I mean? I, I do get a lot of messages from people that were like, you should have Rick in, you should have this. I go, no, 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 you let me handle this. Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep it professional. I don't want to know what these people look like. Yeah. Bill has told me in, in confidence, but I don't think he'd mind me repeating it, that his life has been immeasurably worse since he met Dick from Dayton in person. Because now he knows what he looks like. So that's many it. sleepless nights because of that. Because he's in his dreams now. Well, I don't know about that. But, you know, He has very vivid dreams. And you don't, because you're dreaming about me, and you don't remember what I did. I don't even know that you were in my dream. It's just that at the top of the show today, when you greeted everyone for a half a second, I was like, something seems vaguely familiar about uh, you being in my dream. Now, the fact that you're trying to assign some uh, salacious I'm not. signal mm-hmm. to that, I, I don't know what that means. Well, there was a woman... You I- are... You know you are. Well, no, there was a woman at my morning job. She was like, Cody, I had a dream about you. I was like, oh, really? She was like, yeah, you died. I was like, <laughs> Dang. Oh. I was like maybe it wasn't a dream. Maybe it was a prediction. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So when that guy calls, again, I don't know why he calls me, um, if he's not listening here. Well, I know why he calls, because he's got amazing Polish jokes to tell me. Yeah, I mean, that was... From 1972. The bird was on the... Behind the bird was dead, it'd be on the ground. Yeah, I, I didn't get any of that. I, I heard the end, and uh, but I didn't uh, understand. Anybody follow that? Yeah, he said one said to the other, that's a bir- dead bird over there. And he said, no, if it was a dead bird, it would be on the ground. Yeah, but this where- is from years of sussing out that exact person telling me jokes to use in my skits. No, but where was over there? That's a dead bird over there. That could have been on the it ground. Could have been. Yeah, it might have I- been a tree. That part was a little fuzzy. I certainly uh, can't... Um... That was a strong joke. You're just too critical. <laughs> You're right. I saw, I saw Phil- Bill feverishly transcribing it as he was uh, <laughs> telling me the joke. We'll see who gets a helium 
comedy contract now. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's harder to decode, speaking drunk or speaking pound cake? I have more luck speaking drunk, to be honest with you. Just you have more experience. I have speaking more experience. Drunk. Yeah. yeah. You guys probably have more experience speaking pound cake. I've only been around for about a year. Mm-hmm. Two, maybe. Yeah, you did get me to York. Yay, my son, I see Thank you, Jesus. There you go. That's the new Supreme Court nominee. All right, I've got to... To pee or not to pee. Whoops, I already started. The Alan Cox Show is back. On 100.7 WMMS. One six five seven eight one double zero seven. If you want to join us, eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven three five one nine two. To send me a text, uh, alancockshow dot com. Got the new Instagram hotties up there for you. New episode of the Bill Squire Show, uh, along with that, and um, you can listen anywhere you are in the iHeartRadio app. Hey Joe. Hey Alan, what's up? What's up, man? Question for all of y'all: Who y'all got? The Miami LeBrons or the Miami Jimmy Butlers? The Miami LeBrons? Well, I don't know. Oh, I got the Lakers. You got the Lakers? I mean, that, that Heat team is no joke, though, and Pat Riley knows how to put a team together better than I think anybody in the in the basketball world. So I'm not saying it's going to be like a walk through the park, but I just think... Is he still the coach of the Heat? No, but he's the... Oh, he's like the president, president or something. Yeah, yeah okay, Eric Spolstra's a good coach, and they, that team plays hard defense, and they have a lot of scorers, and uh, Bam uh, Arbaio is really good. No, he's a, he's just like a... He's got one of the best blocks in the history of postseason basketball from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. like So I, I think the Heat will take it maybe six or seven games, but I got the Lakers. You got money you know, on it? Uh, oh, no, nah, I, like, I, just, I just love sports in general. So. Yeah, okay. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a roof for the Heat. It's very unusual, but I'm a roof for the Heat in seven. You're going against the grain, Joe. Yes, I am. Yeah. I mean, I can see that being the thing. I mean, I, th- I think yeah. LeBron is very determined in the way he's playing right now and the way AD and him are clicking. They're going to be uh-huh. hard to stop, but I think... If there's a team that could do it, I think it is this Heat team. Because this Heat team just wants to win. Who you got, Mary? Yeah. <laughs> she, I don't pay attention to yeah. basketball, She does. Man. That's who she's got. Bam, basketball's also, not my thing. Who y'all got in the baseball playoffs to go to the World Series? Oh. Chicago White Sox. Tribe, tribe, tribe. And if not, the no, Twins. I'm going to say Indians versus my sleeper team on the National League is San Diego. Ooh, Clevenger over there. That would be the nice. Padres. Yeah, Clevenger versus his old team. That'd be drama. And Fernando Toxis is a stud. Mm. Fernando Toxis. Yep. Huh. Sounds like a Peruvian hitman. I like that. I think this is a year like a team like the Dodgers or the Indians will win it because it's one of those where they go, yeah, but it wasn't really a, a real season. Uh-huh. So did you really win it? I'm oh, sorry. Unfortunately, my B and C teams were not in the playoffs this year, so that's unfortunate. Mm. Okay, well, good luck out there, Joe. Yep. All right, there you go. There's Joe, who's uh, taking the heat over LeBron in the heat. Ah, hey, Dick. 
Hello. Hey, what's Hello, going on? Henry. Hello, Bill. Hey, what's up, I Dick? Think the Indians are going to. I think they can do it. I think they'll beat the Yankees. What? Yes. You're picking the I Indians for will. once. What? You're picking the Indians for once. I'm picking the Indians. And you know what I'd like to see? Hmm. The Reds are in it because you have an I-75, I-71 World Series between the Reds oh, boy. and the Indians. It would be great. Oh, they should be able to throw balls at Tom Brenneman's head, huh? Oh, hey. I like how they made a big deal about Tom Brenneman resigning. It's like, yeah, they called him in and they said, you can resign or we'll fuck. I'll just shut up. It has hit the Cincinnati iHeartRadio stations uh, the last two weeks. I mean, it's just like the phones are blown up. I say... What's down there, WEVN? What do we got down there? But it's a shame. You know, I didn't want to see him resign, but I like Jim Day. He's doing a good job, though. There you go. Right, it's all you can ask. Right, do a good right. job, call the game, and uh, don't throw out homophobic slurs. I think those are the top three things. Uh, don't use the N word. Uh, don't use homophobic slurs, and um, call yeah. the baseball game. Right, right. And you know something? I think Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Now I think I'm going on a limb. Now, buddy, they're going to win seven games or eight games this year if they can. Chubb is probably the best running back they've had since Leroy Kelly. I mean, I was just saying that to the guy who delivers my milk this morning. And, yeah. uh, boy, I'll tell you what, he, he agreed wholeheartedly with you. He did, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's good that, uh, yeah, to see this. And, uh, you say, Bill, you think the, uh, you think the Cavaliers, you don't, you, you think they're going to outdo the other team? No. Come on, right? Right. It's exciting. Exciting. Hey, I wanted to tell you, too, that all the lows in Ohio have set records, I think I told you last time, for, for, for lumber. The lumbar area. Yeah, the, um, buying it in I think it's pronounced lumbar area, isn't it? Your lower lumbar. back? Lumber. Oh. And another one, the Miracle Grove mulch is on sale. The Scots, five for ten dollars. But uh it's it's uh it's good. I, I, I say guys the Indians are gonna do it, so are the Browns. Go Cleveland! Adiós a los Falcons y los Browns de Cleveland toman ventaja 27 a 10 en este tercer cuarto. Qué barbaridad de novato, Dios mío. That's Tom Hamilton. That's the most amazing mm -hmm. thing about that clip. Favorite part of listening to football in uh, Spanish is that they don't pronounce the N on touchdown, and I enjoy that very much. <laughs> touchdown! <laughs> Love it. So good. Nick Chubb from a couple of seasons ago. Chubb is the real deal. I'm getting my Nick Chubb jersey. Oh, you're going to wear a Chubb jersey? I love him. He's very good. 
It's not just the name you want in the back. No, I like Mary. it. He's very good. A lot of guys on that team you could pick. A lot of good not players good, on that team you could A lot of players you could pick on that team. Not I think you want the name on the jersey. Uh, no. That's I what I think you want. him and his uh, abilities. Huh. But I'm having issues because they don't really make women's jerseys with stitched numbers. They have, like, the women's cut jerseys, but it's all screen printed, and I feel like that starts to wear off uh-huh. after a while. Uh, so you, I want to find a... You want a stitched chub. Yes, I want a stitched chub. Okay. Well, there you go. So he's your guy. He's my guy. Where did he go to school again? He went to school. Huh. What college did they pull him from? Uh, Nick Chubb went to, I want to say, Georgia. Also, I, I don't mean, need to know the guy's Bill entire knows. life to like him. No, but you might know where school he came from. I didn't ask for his entire life story. I said, yeah. what school? I don't know where any schools from? are. Huh. Okay. I think you want Chubb on a jersey. I really don't. I'm telling you. It's because he's a good player. I want someone who is... The last time I bought a jersey was Josh Cribbs, because I feel like mm-hmm. I haven't liked to? anybody enough. Kent State. Okay, there you go. See? That's a gimme. Come on. <laughs> You're in the radius. All right. According to Madden 21, he's the second best uh, running back in the NFL. Yes. First best? You. Wiley Coyote. That That's guy an actual is, guy. Not the cartoon character. Fast. There's a guy named Wiley Coyote. Yes. Yeah, it's like a Brazilian name or something. He's so good because yes, he just many keeps... many Brazilian players in the NFL. He keeps painting tunnels. <laughs> That's the... why he's such a standout, Bill. Smartass. That's why he stands out as the number one. Okay, so the number you're going to have on your back... 24. And it's going to say Chubb mm-hmm. because he's so great. Yes. Yeah. It has nothing to do with his last name. Huh. I would tell you if it did. I mean, you wouldn't be required to. No, but I would. Yeah. I wouldn't be, like, trying to play it up. Okay. I just like him as a player. You like Nick J- Nicholas Jamal Chubb. Nicholas he's your favorite Jamal Chubb. guy over there. He's my favorite guy. From Cedartown, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, I'll tell you what. Speaking of Mary Santora, is going to make you very, very happy. They're going to be doing brunch at Cracker Barrel. This is an amazing development. They already serve breakfast all day. Imagine. No, no, no. I mean, like, brunch. Oh. Mimosas. Ooh. Because, you know, when you're thinking, hey, let's get a little brunchy. Where should we go? Cracker Barrel. That's who they're trying to appeal to. Hey, guys, we got to. Oh, I've been looking at our numbers, and we've really got to appeal to a broader cross-section of this country. We've got to go beyond the hill rods, and we really got to bring in somebody else. And somebody in the back room goes, what about mimosas? And they said, give that guy a raise. It'll up the sales in the old country store. You got drunks walking through there. They need those knickknacks. They're adding mimosas and beer and wine to the menu. Maybe that's what they thought. Mm-hmm. Because when you have one of their... Troughs of food. I don't know if they serve it. Uh, Chicken and dumplings. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you got to have something to mix that up with. Mm-hmm. I want some moonshine. If I'm going to the Cracker Barrel, I want moonshine. Maybe they could sell it now. Like in the in the store, they can sell mm-hmm. you the little mason jars of it if they get a liquor license. Before the pandemic, they started serving alcohol at some stores in Florida, Kentucky, and Tennessee. And they said they've seen encouraging results. Mm. Which, uh, there you go. I like so, the idea of getting messed up at a Cracker Barrel. Oh, That's what I'm saying. All oh, these fights are going to be the best. <laughs> cracker Barrel brunch. <laughs> Just people throwing rocking chairs at each other. I said apple butter! <laughs> Could I have the- I can't get this goddamn golf tee down to one. I'm an ignoramus. <laughs> You're an ignoramus. <laughs>
Hey, can I get uh, another thing of chicken fried chicken and steak fried steak and some gravy and biscuits? Steak fried chicken. And more steak fried chicken. chicken fried steak. <laughs> Come on. And uh, more mimosas, go-to. please. That was my over go-to here. when I was a kid. I always get the chicken fried steak from uh, Cracker Barrel. Your go-to. Yeah. Mine was chicken and dumplings. What does that mean, chicken fried steak? It's fried in what? Chicken grease. Is it? Is that what it is? Maybe. Fried in chicken grease. I think. Because there's no steak fried chicken. There isn't? Nope. And city chicken is actually pork. There's a lot of rules. I wonder if you can get chicken fried mimosas, where they just mix Ooh. in a little chicken grease into the they mimosa. Could, instead of the orange juice? Or you're saying as like a topper. Maybe they rim the glass with the chicken grease. Yeah. So that way when you sip it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you never know. Chicken it grease or no chicken grease. Yeah. It goes down nice and smooth. They said that the old country store will begin testing a mimosa in Florida, where anything goes. So they'll be testing it down there, but boy, won't you know it. Do they sell guns in the gift shop yet? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'll tell you what, guns in the gift shop was one of the most underrated Motley Crue records that ever were. Uh, it was mostly demos, but uh, they sounded good. Just bullets, Bill. They're being safe. Okay. I said I wanted penny candy. You gotta go to, you gotta, uh, Cracker Barrel for the bullets, and then you go to Bob Evans for the gun. Mm-hmm. Got it. Down on the farm. So there's about half a dozen Cracker Barrels in the greater Cleveland metropolitan area. And the sooner they get them mimosas in there, the happier you're going to have people. I think that is safe to say. I'm excited for that. They're going to do Bloody Marys with, like, biscuits and gravy in it. Oh, yeah. God, that sounds good. A shot of mac and cheese. Hey, mm. Can I get one more gravy Mary, please? That's, uh... Oh, it's just gravy instead of Bloody Mary? Mary? Yes, yeah. it's a gravy Mary. Yeah, it's a gravy mm. Mary. <laughs> They're going to have to make it their own. I mean, they can't just say, hey, we're Cracker Barrel, now we serve mimosas. Let me get a pitcher of Gravy Mary's up. Shake and mustard. White or brown. (laughs) Yeah, chicken or beef gravy. What's she going for? Shake and mustard. Yeah, because you got to shake it before it comes. Because, yeah, you got to mix that up. You can't just pour a shot of vodka. Like the white gravy, gravy, like the the biscuit gravy. Sausage gravy. Yeah, sausage gravy. That's what you want with. Oh, God. With the sausage chunks in it, because it's going to be hard to get through a Do you have vegan sausage chunks? Hell no, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, they'll have uh, they'll have uh, pictures full of clumps, Oof. like that Eddie Murphy professor movie. Hey. Something to look forward to, though. I Drunk like at a Cracker Barrel. I though. like that. That's what they've arrived at, though, to really broaden their appeal. They're like, we got rocking chairs out front, and we got uh, twisty candy in the middle. How are we going to bring in them goddamn millennials? Uh, how about, we need to expose the Cracker Barrel to a new generation of diners. Here's the thing. Mimosas. Good they're, plan. They're not going to put bartenders in. So I'm wondering if this is just going to be stuff that the servers are making themselves. Because then they're going to have to be 21 in order to work there. Yeah, they'll Unless have a, they put a bar in. They'll have a bladder of pre-mixed something and you mix it with something else. Probably all pre-mixed. Yeah, That's but why you you'll barely you'll barely oh, be able to taste saying. the booze. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the wine and stuff, you don't, you can't pour it unless you're 21. Yeah, well, I guess they'll have if to. If they figure need that to start out. putting bars and cracker barrels, I uh, we're just gonna sit at the bar. <laughs> I trust that uh, they've been around for a long time and in business. I trust that they will. Hey, listen, every restaurant is fighting for their lives now. Yeah. So if somebody at cracker barrel goes, I don't know mimosas, they go, cool, do it. Yeah. Make it happen. They'll even sell virgin mimosas if Pound Cake wants one of those. 
You mean just orange juice? Oh, right. No, just gravy. Right. <laughs> Can I get a virgin gravy, Mary, please? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt. Hey, Alan, what's up? What's going on? Hey, I got some uh, chicken fried steak knowledge for you guys. Oh, beautiful. Hit me with it. It's my favorite kind. It's called, it's, it's the best kind. It's uh, called chicken fried steak because it's a steak that's fried like chicken. Oh. That's, it. that's fried like chicken. That's it. Means what? Yeah, breaded and fried? fried? Yeah. You didn't yeah, know that? No, I've never had chicken fried steak. No. Oh. I knew it was fried. I just didn't know if it was called chicken fried because they used like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, just because of the way like that it. it's fried. So the steak is breaded? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't yes. know that. Okay. It's pretty magical. So then why couldn't they do. Oh, that's why they don't do straight steak fried chicken. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> now they have a keto version of that where it's uh, you bread a chicken breast with bits of steak mm. and then you fry it. Yes. Yeah, and then they, they just cook it in butter mm-hmm. and uh, served with your choice of sides. Okay, thank you, Matt. Anytime. Thank, thank you. you. Anytime I need some chicken fried steak knowledge, Matt has assured me that he will be right there to drop it on me. You want to go get a chicken fried steak after the show today? Yeah. A nice light dinner. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah. I do not, but I very much appreciate the considerate uh, invitation. I might hey. got $30 burning a hole in my bed. No, that's right. <laughs> I paid these two chuckleheads for the Alan Cox Show fantasy baseball money that I owed them. I'm going to get obnoxiously fat tonight. I'm getting two sandwiches. What is obnoxiously fat? Two sandwiches from Mr. Hero. Two sandwiches? Mm-hmm. How big are they? Seven inches. You're going to eat 14 inches. Yeah. It's a good thing you're getting that Chubb jersey. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. 14 inches of sandwich. Mm-hmm. Seven hot butter cheese steak. <laughs> That's the worst romance novel I've ever read in my life. <laughs> and seven Roman burger. Wow. The Roman burger is seven inches long? Yes. It's, it's like a long I'm hamburger? Get. You can get. There's different options. Mm. But I've already decided. I put a poll on my Twitter of which sandwich to get, and I already you're decided. You're crowdsourcing your dinner? I already decided I'm going to do both. Maybe I'll only eat half so of each, you, but... So these people have wasted their time voting in your poll then. I posted well, it like an hour options. ago. Yeah, one of the oh, options. One was... of the options was both. Yes. I see. And and both got most of... It is getting most of the votes. Okay. But I, yeah. Now... sometimes you can't choose. But, well, you set up the poll. You're, I feel like you're leading the witnesses here. Like, you set up the poll, this or that or both. Yes. If they had not primarily voted both, would you have... Probably, yeah. Okay, you, you've you recognized the will of the people, or you would have just said, screw it, I'm going with both? I think I would just say, screw it, I'm going with both. Okay. Because you never, you know... So you're, you're patronizing them, is what you're saying. Sure. Hey, whatever you guys decide, very it's a perfect poll for 2020. I just want to see. I want to see what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Well, you know they're going to tell you to eat two well, sandwiches. Most, yes. Yeah, right. Let me ask you this. Ready. Will you post, uh, will you, uh, post, post sandwiches pictures sure okay so like food baby mayor is yeah, gonna be up there sure i will when she says no babies you never say anything about food babies. that is true i will be impregnated with beef uh. <laughs> <laughs> again the worst primus b-sides album i've ever heard impregnated yeah. with beef all right well then that's then i might actually look through your stories tonight hey find <laughs> find one of them uh food baby pics it'll be gross because I'm not going light on the cheese on this guy. Will you eat them in quick succession, or will you take a break in between? I feel like I have to eat them in quick succession, because if I take a break, I might not finish the second sandwich. How quickly will it take you to eat the first sandwich? Because it'll take a you... A couple minutes. A, a, 
A couple minutes? Okay, why so long? <laughs> so you're going to inhale that first sandwich. I would imagine it would still take you a little bit longer to eat the second one. I'm going to say the entire, this will take less than an hour. Less than an hour? Yeah. For both of them? Yeah. Okay. And some fries with vinegar. You need more sandwiches. I need more than two sandwiches? Yeah, I mean, if you said it's going to take less than an hour and you want to get super fat tonight, then why not I don't want to eat more up? than two, because then I'll die. I'll be super, I'll be sick if I eat more than two. Two is pushing it. Because you're also going to be eating fries. And you're not Mountain just Dew. eating the two sandwiches. Jesus Christ. Hey, <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> hey, Anthony. Hey. Hey, what's up? What's going on? I love the show, guys. Thank you. What's going on? Just wanted to give you some quick uh, chicken fried steak knowledge. It's actually not chicken fried steak. It's actually country fried steak. Well, you're talking about their specific menu, right? But the dish is chicken fried steak, right? Well, everywhere I've ever had it, it's been country fried steak. Oh, really? I've never heard it called chicken fried steak, yeah. I think I only heard country fried at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard it chicken fried. It might be. I could be wrong. Yeah, Ch- country fried. Okay. Boy, they're really kind of limiting themselves. You know, what if I want a city fried steak? They'd give me the same thing, but you're broadening your potential. Uh... Okay, thank you, Anthony. I forget. Uh, thank you. Steve, hello. I've heard both. Yeah. Hey, Alan. Boop. Got me? Yep. Hey, uh, hey uh, chicken fried steak is uh, chicken batter over cube steak, right? Okay. Uh, German. German style, they've got uh, Jaeger schnitzel, Wiener schnitzel, yeah. Wiener schnitzel. Yeah. It's, it's all basically the same. Is it pounded flat like schnitzel? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, chi- uh, chicken fried no, steak isn't... Well, that's the German. The yeah. Things right, you know? <laughs> that's the way they do things. They, they, I... they pound it flat. Yeah, I remember my grandmother yeah. making schnitzel uh, yeah, from uh, time to time. Um, okay. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I got to go, but thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Everybody dropping this. So is Struck an earth. The chicken fried steak is cubed steak? No. Oh, that's what he said. It's no, a, it's I a think piece he said of... tube. No, cubed steak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I got to take a break. It's, uh, what you do is you deep, you deep batter fry your tube steak, and then you yeah, try eating two of those tonight. A number of supermodels get really turned on when you listen to the Alan Cox Show. That number is zero. But don't let that stop you. Alan Cox is back on 100.7 WMMS. I guess I should say I wasn't surprised, but I am genuinely surprised at how many people texting me saying that they're just fine with eating two sandwiches in quick succession like that. Yeah. Well, because you could get one big sandwich or two different flavors. I do that at Subway a lot, too, where I'll get two different six inches because I want I don't want Instead all of one this. foot long. Yeah. Mix it up. Mm-hmm. Usually a Subway club and a tuna. Alan, I got a medium Italian and a small artichoke. <laughs> mm. Hey, listen. You know what? Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Right? Whatever makes you fat and happy. Fat and sassy, oh, like that lady. Yep, sit fat around and have some soups. I sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Yeah, now it's pound cake. And she was real up, thin in that clip too. Yeah. She was very svelte. Yeah. What about pound cake? Is he going to show up uh, for the aftermath? 
Oh, of of what? Um, Mary? Of Mary having all these, you know. Is Cody going to show up? Yeah. Why would he show up? He likes to, you know. There's certain things he enjoys watching. Oh. Oh. Especially if you have all that cheese. Yeah, I'm not going easy on the cheese. I'm going to let them make it exactly how they make it. And one is called a hot buttered cheesesteak, which I don't know about if they use a ton of butter, but I'm in for they it. Do. Let that dairy flow through me. Hmm. Let me watch it poop. <laughs> you want to come over tonight, Cody? What did I miss? <laughs> you want to come over about, I don't know, 45 minutes after she finishes eating? At probably around 9 or 10 would be Let a good time. Let me watch it poop. Mm-hmm. I'll leave the door open. Just open a crack? <laughs> yeah. A mask is required, so sure, sure. I'll be there. Come on over. Watch it poop. Watch it poop. Nineteen to pour alcohol, by the way, for the so that it's what people are telling me. So, mm, I think that's wrong. To pour, okay, I'll, I'll I'm take. Pretty sure I, it's nineteen to serve it. I have not been in uh, restaurant service in many, many years, so you I'm do. sure plenty of things have changed. I mean, I not I haven't either. I well, only last year. I quit last January. It was nineteen to serve, twenty-one to pour. Okay. But oh, cube could... steak. Cube steak is a super hammered meat. I misunderstood yeah. what he was saying. I see. So it wasn't tube steak. No, not it was not steak. tube steak. <laughs> but again, whatever makes you happy. Hey, uh, David. Yeah. What's going on, David? Nothing much. How are you doing? Good. I had the perfect stripper name for Mary, but I didn't get to call in last week. Okay. Were, were we talking about Mostly Mary's stripper name? So when I inevitably become a stripper. Ah. Mostly ham. Thanks for calling. How is that a perfect stripper <laughs> name? Because Mary Mostly Ham Santora. Ain't a lot of ham. Well, you just repeated what you already said. I, I still don't understand it. You don't remember the mostly ham joke? I do I do remember those words in a joke. I'm not sure why that's a good stripper name. <laughs> He's gone. I guess he doesn't either. Okay. <laughs> I, he waited on hold. I mean, it's a that. callback, but oh, I mean... Okay. You have a bit about being a stripper. Yeah, that's what's, old. Yeah, it's about Arby's. Did you have a name? No, I didn't have a name. Oh, no, it was questionable roast beef. Questionable roast beef. That yeah, that's it, what yeah. it was. That's old. Yeah, but that's the punchline. That's not a stripper name. Except no, but that that would be would her be my stripper name. Yeah. That would be your stripper name. They're from a couple years ago when I was a drunk. Doesn't make it any better. I know. Well, and sometimes you get funnier as the years go by. Listen, Paul. Hello. Hey, what's going on? You tell me. Hey, I'm eating a Cuban sandwich right now that I just bought Those from a Puerto Rican store. Yeah. So hey, this is gonna blow your mind about what you're. The whole chicken fried, country fried steak. Yeah, it's the color of the gravy. They're both beef pounded down, breaded. It's which one has white gravy or brown gravy? That's the difference between country fried and chicken fried steak. That's oh, it? so chicken fried steak has chicken gravy, and country fried steak has beef gravy. I don't know how they make the gravy. They can make it however they want, but one has white gravy on top of it. And one has dark gravy on top of hmm. it, brown and white gravy. That is the only difference between chicken fried and country fried steak. Same. I'm going to take Paul's word for it. it he I'm sounds like he knows what he's talking forward. about. Hey, I'm having a Cuban sandwich right now. Uh, if I can send you a picture of it. I just bought it from a Puerto Rican store in the rain. <laughs> yeah, my God. Puerto Rican I, store. Hey, did they, uh, since, you're, since it's a Puerto Rican store, do they have hibaritos? I can't find a good hibarito around here. 
Hey, hey exactly. You, you don't never know what you're going to get the best one from what place, ethnicity-wise. But what I'm telling you is the difference between country fried okay. and chicken fried steaks is the color of the gravy. White versus dark. And if they make it with flour and then just... Uh, you see what I'm saying? Not, He's I, right. I, According I, to I see what you're saying. the spruceeats.com agrees with you. <laughs> uh, okay, good. But, I got to find it. I was in the military. I traveled all over the country, and I know the difference between country fried and chicken fried steak is the color of the gravy. But does the place you went have a hiburrito? Uh, well, hey, no, 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 no. Uh, they have the best Cuban sandwich ever. At a Puerto Rican place. Go figure. But if it's What's a Puerto it Rican place, then they would have a... Okay, thank you, uh, Paul. If it's a Puerto Rican place, they would have a hiburrito. I need to find... I'm going to talk to this guy for a third time. Uh, Wasn't it that interesting the first two times? What? I am. Yeah, I just squirted another wet part. I have you just squirted? A wet part. Again. Uh-huh. You want to get now? He is listening to us. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you really? <laughs> hey. Do you know? Do you know where I can get a good hiburrito? Black. Okay. Thank you. I uh, I appreciate that. Whatever that was. Hey, by the way, if you have not yet gotten your um, all this talk about country fried steak and chicken fried steak and Cracker Barrel, if you have not gotten your fill of Joe Exotic, um, they are premiering a new special tonight. You ever watch that Investigation Discovery Channel? It's the oh, ID I'm channel. The, when I'm on the road in like a hotel. Yeah, that yeah, is a go-to like hotel yeah. show, yeah. It's like uh, if you can't find forensic files or something, <laughs> yeah. they'll have Investigation Discovery. And they're doing a new special tonight. It's called Joe Exotic Before He Was King. Prince Exotic. <laughs> so, yeah, you liked uh, Tiger King, but you didn't get too much of the backstory of this guy. And so that's what you're going to get tonight. They're going to family home movies and interviews with people. And I'm sure they'll do no small amount of psychoanalysis. And the very dark story, the background of Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. So like his family life. And this is perfectly timed because Carol Baskin is on Dancing with the Stars, but who knows how long that'll last. She's always in the bottom two. And so she'll probably be gone. But then people go, I need some element of Joe Exotic in my life. We all binge that show at the beginning of the quarantine. But enough time's gone by now where people are like, well... I'm not going to watch it again. It wasn't that entertaining that it bears repeated viewings. But if you give me something new, maybe I'll spend my time with that. And that's what the geniuses over at Investigation Discovery have done. Joe Exotic before he was king. First part of my childhood on a farm in Garden City, Kansas, I went to a Catholic school and we had white mice and some other animals in the classroom. And during the summertime, the nuns let me bring home the, the white mice for the summer. And I brought home four white mice and it was time to go back to school. I think I had close to 50 or 60 of them. They multiplied that fast. His relationship with animals as a child may have also been complicated because there are some reports of him harming animals. But there is an even darker secret lurking in Joe's childhood. Yeah! That's what I want, the even darker secret. Like what? What would be surprise what would surprise us? He didn't always have that hairstyle. His hair wasn't always blonde. <laughs> 
But what the hell is his name, by the way? Uh, it's... It's, it's like a. It's a weird long. Well, it's W. They say Joseph Allen Maldonado Passage. Okay, but those are his married names. Those are the names he took from those dudes he married. Oh, he took their names. I thought they took yes. his name. Yes. No. Oh, he's bottom. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh, here it is. He was born Joseph Allen Schriebvogel. That's what it was. It was in like Garden City, Kansas. Beard. All right, there you go. Shreep when he was five, he was raped by an older boy. All right, well, then I just learned what, everything they're going to tell us in the thing tonight from his Wikipedia page. Yeah. Some terrible, dark secrets. Well, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Which part? The name? Shreep Probably the rape. Oh, that's the sad yeah, part. That's pretty sad. Mm. Why didn't he take that guy's name? This is a fling. Oh. Powcake, did you hear the Mariah Carey alternative uh, tracks that she did 25 years ago? Alternative tracks. No. When she was uh, trying to uh, get out of it, she was so controlled by the. She wasn't trolling Kellyanne Conway releasing this album. Mm. Alternative facts, alternative tracks. <laughs> 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 she could have made a lot You've of money. You've got your tracks, I've got my alternative tracks. When she was working on her Daydream album, and I don't know how old that is, but it was a long time ago, she was so tired of being Mariah Carey. She wanted to break out. And. Uh, Said she wanted to just do something different where nobody knew it was her. And so she worked with a band I've never heard of, a band called Chick, in um, the mid-90s. And she did some background vocals for this album. She's like, at the time, it was all this breezy grunge chick, you know, these girls who were like all messy and angry and angsty, and she's like, Every move I had was so calculated and manicured because I was a pop star. So I just wanted to be doing something else. And so she did some tracks. She would cut her own tracks for the album, and then every night she'd go into the studio with this band. And she would record some backing tracks for a band called Chick. Boy, that does sound like every female album in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Loud Lucy or Veruca Salt or Eve's Plum. Yeah. Guys, I just want to break out. Do you have any lyrics for me? Can you say I am over and over? Done. Dripping like a faucet. Done. Is that what she said? I think so. Dripping like a faucet? I think that's what that last line just was. Locked inside a closet. Yep. Man, yeah. Mary Santoro with a win. Look at you. Suss it out. Good I love, for her. I love how her memoir says, like, it doesn't even mention Jennifer Lopez's name. Like, she says, I still don't know her. Oh. Like, she still, she still Why would it mention J-Lo? Well, she, they have a feud? she was mentioning her rival, and she was like, well, when I left, it was it Tommy Vitola or what? Tommy Matola. Tommy Matola. <laughs> um, and she said there was another rival on Sony, um, and she mentions another pop star that is her rival that she doesn't know. Wink. And that's what it says. And she's talking about Jennifer Lopez. Tommy Mottola is the one who introduced her to Vic Fangio. Hey! (laughs) 
couch in the Broncos over here. Allegedly, Jennifer Lopez, well, I guess the higher-ups at the label took Mariah Carey's soundtrack to Glitter and used it for Jennifer Lopez's album. And so that's why Mariah Carey's pissed. Have you already read and this book? Glitter was really good. Everybody liked it. <laughs> well, it would have been a lot better had she had the tracks. It was supposed to be a big soundtrack. Second only to Honey with Jessica Alba. Um, have you? So you've read this book? The Mariah Carey book? Little excerpts. Little excerpts? Mm-hmm. All right. Because she's doing like interviews about it. Yeah, I understand. And so they, they want people to be excited about the book coming out. But... That feud has but she won't there. name her pop rival. She would never say her name. She's never said. I her would name. think back in the day it would be Whitney Houston, like Voldemort. No, they were friends. Whitney Houston and Mariah doesn't Curry mean you can't friends. be rival, professional rivals. But yeah, they but weren't. Hmm. Whitney Houston was like a generation before her, not a generation, but like she was before. She was already established when Mariah Carey came out. But then, but that's Jennifer how you Lopez went, came after her. That's how you end up rivals, heat. though. Yeah, like not peers, but that's how you end up rivals. Is somebody new comes but, along but and tries to different sn- things, nag your crown. Yeah. Whitney Houston wasn't the sex symbol that I think Mariah Carey exactly, and Jennifer Lopez. She was a crack was symbol. <laughs> yeah, because she's so crack. Jennifer Lopez so crack. was the sex symbol, and I think that's mainly what she was leading with. Because a lot of people said when Jennifer Lopez first came out, she could not sing. Hmm. Mariah Carey's hot. She was so hot. Heartbreaker video? Or that, that's my favorite video by her. That's my favorite song by her. I, I, I don't know the that. song, but I know the video. I mean, she never did it for me. Never cared about Mariah Carey. My mom listened to her. My mom loved her. Played all those albums. Who? Who? I, didn't care. I, I bought a girl a Mariah Carey CD because I like, had a crush on her. And she goes, I don't know who Mariah Carey is. Oh, no. I'm like, what the? How do you not? Like, she's the biggest singer right now. So you took it home you and don't know who it is? yourself. Ah, I'd let her have it, and then she ended up liking it, and uh, we stayed friends for a while. Yes. Great story. <laughs> yeah, right? And then she knew my name. Hmm. Here you go, Bill. Yeah, thanks for that CD. I ended up really enjoying it. We'll stay friends. That's not what I wanted. Never change. Yeah. <laughs> Never change. Stay cool. Sorry. Well, okay. Uh, there are all kinds of things on YouTube, like <clears throat> J Lo tries to sing live. I've seen those before. Attempts to get good vocals. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Sounds like there's anything wrong with that. That's not. Even, is that what Jennifer Lopez sounds like? I mean, she got a little reverb on her voice, but that's okay. standard studio protocol. <laughs> I don't watch too much South Park. <laughs> they put uh, your team, the Rockies, put South Park in the baseball field, so cool. or is that the Broncos? I think it was the Broncos. Was the yeah, Broncos. Okay. That was great. They had the entire town of South Park attending the game. Even yeah. Satan made it. <laughs> Everyone was there. Dave's never finished. Master got me working. Sunday master set me free. Yeah. Alan Cockshaw after hours line. We got a lot of calls from that over the weekend. You can always leave us a message. It's 216-986-8903. Hey, Alan, Caleb and Kent. Uh, just calling for a uh, proposal for Pound Cake. I know he's trying to get his foot in the door on the podcast. Uh, I'm looking for a co-host for a weekly podcast that breaks down the backstory of Purd Happily from Parks and Rec. Uh, it's called Purd Immunity, and uh, it's going to be on iHeartRadio. Love you, bye. Hmm. Oh, thank you. That's very nice. You got an invitation to do somebody else's podcast, Pound Cake. That's nice. He's on the phone. Oh, he don't want to do Purd Immunity? <laughs> you ever watch Parks and Rec? 
No. All right, even better. Even better. Hey, Carlos. It's not dark outside. My windows are open. Hey, oops, sorry, Carlos, hello. Cough and skate it. Hey. What's going on? (laughs) Hey, hi. Hey, listen, here in Miami, we just call it breaded steak or breaded chicken. You're in you're in Miami, Florida? Yep. Oh, I thought you were in Miami, Ohio. Oh, I see. You, uh, breaded this, chicken or breaded okay. Breaded. That's we just keep it simple. Carlos, do you know where I can get a good hiburrito down there? Uh yeah, there's a lot of Puerto Ricans down here. I'm Cuban, but I can tell you we can get a Well, okay. Too. All right. You a yeah. tr- are you a Trump guy? A lot of Cubans are Trump people. Uh no, those are all a holes. Well, because people think that Latinos all vote the same way, or Hispanics or whatever, and they don't. I mean, it's very different based on where you're from, and it's fascinating. The ironic thing is that most Cubans that came in the 50s, they're hardcore Republicans. They got everything taken away from them, and they're still stuck. You know, everything is communist, 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 you know, unless you vote Republican. You're right, because they're still kind of in that mindset of, you're right, they're in that mindset of anything other than that is um, going to be awful for them. And you got to remember, it's been so many years of communism over there that the generations that came after, unless they came over, they still got that mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and you can't blame them either if that's, how, if that's how they came up, you know? I mean, it's hard to shake. Right, Wait, right. is the communism not working out? <laughs> They kind of got the bait and switch there in Cuba. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, good. Thank you, Carlos. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. Take care. Thank you. There's Carlos in my. I thought you meant Miami, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Miami, Florida. And there's the heat in the finals. FLA. Is that tonight? Are they in Miami? Wednesday. No. Wednesday. It's all still in the bubble. I guess. Orlando. All right. I think here's what they should do is keep them both in their respective bubbles and they should play each other virtually. On Can they do two, that? Yeah, on 2K21 or whatever. Something. They got to be able to figure that out. I think just playing real basketball is good. No, do you they want, can't do you want play to do each that? other on the video game using their own players. <laughs> Listen, they did actually do that. Did they win? No, I mean they like they had like a tournament of players playing 2K to like try and entertain people <clears> during like peak quarantine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, who is peak quarantine? Uh, he's going to hop up with the live stream tomorrow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing. <laughs> Get out of here. Be careful of what you say. Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you do. Big Brother is watching you. Be circumspect and discreet. Stay light on your mental feet. One slip and you know you're through. Big Brother is watching you. Conform with all directives. Remember obedience pays. And when you watch that TV screen, remember it works both ways. You'll disappear in a wink Unless you can double think You'll vanish into the blue Big Brother is watching you